Sports.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp Mech Show. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. And that douchebag would be none other than me, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you for listening in. We were off a couple of weeks. As usual, joining me on this uh, wonderful Monday night, uh, none other than my co-host, my friend, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Co-host, uh, possible friend someday, maybe. All right, thank you. Let me know how that's going when I do get to that level. Yeah, and, I'm, going uh, to, I'm going to therapy right now. I should kick in pretty quick. <laughs> also, uh, taking your calls and screening it and, and doing the Tweet at Tits segment and just holding the whole show together, a man who got a very complimentary voicemail that we're going to play this week, none other than the Tits legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. What's going on? Just doing my job, man. Yeah, good to mm-hmm. see you. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking good. Mm, I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, th- thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, our guests tonight, Chad Reed, Kyle Chisholm, probably going to have JT Money on the show at some point, friend of the show. And uh, we couldn't have done it without BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Worst Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing's on board with us, Kicker, Free gun underwear, you name it, they've helped us out and uh, support all those guys that uh, support us. We are going to be giving away some free gun underwear later tonight, so uh, stay tuned for that. We'll do some random callers. Um, Don't forget, this show is available on Stitcher.com for your smartphone, as well as on iTunes. Archive should be up later tonight. Pulpamex app, Pulpamex show t-shirts, selling those now. Tits, they're selling like hotcakes. The shirts are? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Hotcakes. Are they? Yeah, Watson, you want one? No. I want some of the money, though. I'll give you a deal on, on the shirts. You've been really selling the shit out of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been going good. Yeah, I like them. They've been good. So get yours today, Pulp and Mech Show, uh, designed by the Swiss Corps. Um, good show tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Two weeks off. Um, Kenny, did you miss it? Did, did you miss the show? Or? Uh, no. What have you been doing? What's up? I've been doing a lot. A lot of work. Things are kicking into gear now, huh? Yeah. Things are finally. It's crazy. I mean, pretty much we're two months out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Two months out from yeah. today. Uh, seventh today, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of work to be done. And, Isn't uh, that nuts? Two months, dude. Yeah, it'll fly by, too. All right. I mean, it's figured, you know, two more weeks and it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And after that, it's December 1, and then you got pretty much four weeks. Yeah. So. So you have everything lined up? I mean, just truck wrapped or sponsors, are sponsors finalized? Uh. We're, all, all of our f- sponsors are pretty close. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a big uh, pr- press intro and a team intro on December 1st mm-hmm. at the Quan Casino in uh, El Cajon. That's right. You mentioned and, that uh, last if anybody show. lives in San Diego area, Temecula, yeah. you know, in Riverside, anywhere down there, the 951, yeah. come out to Saquon on Thursday, December 1st. We're going to have a full uh, freestyle demo expo uh, demonstration, sorry, and uh, Fox Shift, Bellray, um and a group of other people are going to be there. We're going to be giving away um, a KLX, I, uh, KLX 110 Kawasaki. Right there, just it. for the press intro? Yep, KLX. We're going to give away a 110 wow. there. We're going to do a you hear meet. hear that, Tits? 110 giveaways. Pretty cool. 
We're going to go do a meet and greet inside after the demo. We're going to do like a press conference, autograph Uh signing, and then we're going to do a cocktail hour in the sports Uh, bar. Am I invited? You are invited. Even though Hanny's there, like I'm still invited to come out? Sure, come on out. Everyone's invited to come inside and hang out with the team and eat and have a couple drininks and and, yeah. and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah. you know, Sweet. thanks for the people at Saquon for stepping up and giving us uh, their you, facility, and it's going to be a good deal. You uh, you got your 2012s yet all done up? Yeah, Berlut's, we do. Berlut's working away at it? Uh, Berlut isn't working on 2012s yet because uh, he's up here in Vegas, but oh. the guys down south down, are, down in, uh, are they're, working They're on. in Cali. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the big news while we were gone, uh, Bercy Supercross, Paris, France. What was that? Kenny, this is your chance right now. I know you have a lot of questions, and I know you're really wondering about the race. Go ahead. I'm ready. What do you got? About what? Bercy. Nothing. Ask me anything. Anything you want, I'll I give don't it to want you it. straight. I don't want it. I Kenny, I know, I know you got a lot on your mind about this race. What do you need to know? What do you want to know? What, I mean, I'm, you must have some questions for me. I spent four days in Paris. I don't have nothing to come back. I don't know nothing about Paris. I do know. Tits, what do you got? What do you want to know? Um, did you have fun? Yes. Oh, that's all I need to know. Great job, guys. Mm-hmm. Great job. I'm glad I have a show <laughs> where I go to Percy, <laughs> and you guys don't ask me a thing about it. That's awesome. Good, good job. I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it anyway. I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it anyways. I'm to- Tomac, no. Tomac won, right? No. Kyle Chisholm won. I know who won. I know. I was stoked for Kyle. X-Brown Goggles. <laughs> Kyle of Chisholm. Of course. His vision took him to the front. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, so anything you want to know, bud? Let, let me... I don't want to know. I, I already, that's all I need to know is who won. Okay. And it couldn't happen to a better dude. I'm no. stoked for Kyle. Okay. You well, I guess he, that's a show. That's a wrap, everybody. You think he made a lot of money? <laughs> uh, no, they just got show up money. Whatever they, and I know he didn't get that much. He's a guest on the show. We can ask him. Maybe he'll tell us. I wonder, did he go home with three trophies? Cool trophies? Nah, they weren't even that good, the trophies. Really? Yeah, they weren't like what they used to be. Wow. They were They were all right, but I mean, the funny thing is, is the guy goes there, and I'm telling you, Watson. Out of everybody there, the Americans, he had a pipe, silencer, a pipe system, handlebars, a sprocket, and suspension. That's it. Who's his mechanic? His dad? His dad, Gary. Nice. Gary Dog. Great dude. Uh, Geico guys, full bikes. Hydraulic clutches, everything. Jake Weimer, full bike. Nick Way, uh, cams, head, piston, suspension, you know. Uh, Michael Lessie, motor. Suspension, you know, bars and so all that. So at the end of the day, Kyle it Chisholm. didn't matter. Bars, pipe, sprocket. What does that tell you about the guy? Yeah. Ah, it's, it's cool. I mean, he was the fastest. He wasn't the fastest guy speed-wise, lay it down one lap. I think Weimer and Barsha might have had him covered. Uh, Nick was fast one night, too, but he put it together. He went 2-1-3 uh, in the three-man events. Hey, so consistency. Yeah, that's what – B to B, dude. That's it. Business B to, to business. B to B. Take care uh, of business. Another, another big news on, on the weekend is uh, tits. Do you, want, do you want to talk about this now or Talk later? about what? you want to talk about it now or later? Uh, talk about what? Ryan Dungey blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> do you want to – do you know that, Kenny? Uh, I kind of I I had a little feeling it was coming because when I made a call to him for you. Yeah. I tried you had to call. A feeling it was coming. I tried to call Dunge. He wasn't getting back to me. Uh, so I got the guy who knows Dunge and who, who Dunge will pick the phone up. Uh, Maybe look into it a little bit, Tits. Why your favorite rider blocked you on Twitter, Kenny? What? What did you get to the bottom of it? I mean, I'm sure you talked about a lot of other well, things. Well, at but first he thought it was a chick. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Tick's legendary. Yeah, because something came up, like a photo wasn't there of him or something. Uh Uh-huh. And then he thought it was some, like, porn site. Some porn, so. I mean, Tits, what did you do to make him block you? I don't know. Dude, come on. Because he said he thought it was some kind of, like, stocky, weird deal. Like That wouldn't surprise me, actually, but. Do you tweet him a lot? No, I don't, actually. Tits. You can look at my timeline. I really don't. He blocked you, though. I, he did. That had to hurt. Oh, more I mean, than you know. I can imagine more if Tim Ferry, you know. if I went to go and say, hey, hey Timmy, uh, great job at Summercross, this user has blocked you. I mean, I could just imagine that feeling. My heart uh-huh. still has not repaired itself. It, it, are you going so, to find a new guy? Yeah. Or what are you going to do? Time will tell. Really? Mm-hmm. You might jump? Because, well, I mean, you know what? Can we get to the bottom of this, Watson? Can we? I, mean, yeah, I think it'll be all right. I mean, I think all that super know, fan man. crap like him and, oh, I don't know. You're you're trying to pull up Mosier's, you know, like Mosier's deal with, with uh, Shorty. Shorty. And there's only one There's only one Mosier. You can't right. jump on that bandwagon. I wasn't trying to trying to be Mosier. Dude, what did you say to him, though? Like, what was the last <laughs> thing you said to him to, ma- to maybe make you block him? Like, hey, Dungey, I work with this douchebag on Monday nights. and there, there were two tweets. The last two tweets that I remember saying to him was, it the cup? Uh-huh. And I, there was the one where I was joking, saying I was going to try and get it an interview because I was pressed for the day. Right. I, yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then someone said something about uh, if I peed my pants because I saw that Dungey was racing. I said, no, I creamed in my pants. And maybe that was it. There you go. That's, that's enough. A grown man getting a little turned off by another <laughs> grown man saying he creamed his pants. Probably. It's tough, Tits. It's a tough deal. I feel for you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. There's room on other bandwagons. I'm aware. Yeah. James Stewart. I think your iPad's dinging with your mails. I don't hear it. Okay. I don't hear it, bro. That would be me, probably. He's got his. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just heard his iPad, his little thing move. Okay. So that's My prob- apologies. Probably his. Um, yeah. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> uh, and my quest for audio perfection still goes on and on. Like Celine Dion, my heart goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Reed's going to come on the show tonight. Kyle Chisholm's going to come on the show. And uh, Jason Thomas as well. Um, since we last had a show, we did have some silly season stuff go down. Um, JS7, James Stewart, did pick uh, JGR. Kenny, thoughts on that? Good for him. Okay, thanks. Um, it looks like Josh Grant's going to Jeff Ward's team on a Cowie. Is he really? That's what it looks like. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's awesome. Yeah. I, hope, I hope Cowie gives him tons of support. But you're a Cowie team, so if they gave you them tons of support, they might not have as much for you. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, so you're being sarcastic. Perhaps. Maybe they're not on Cowies. Who knows? They're, they're I mean, on, I'm making that jump. They're, they're, on, they're on Cowies. They are on Cowies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, what, I, that's I, what I heard. Right. I heard. I talked to someone else that was pretty tight with them. So. Right. Right. But, um, you know, it's like these manufacturers have like these these ties with these guys, you know, that just jump in. and Like Jeff Ward, Flying Freckle? Yeah, it's like, dude, he he rode for Cowie forever, but the, what what about when he when he came back and he was racing Supermoto and all that? He was riding Hondas, right? So, yeah. you know, all of a sudden he's in jump ship. He goes, "Hey, I'm starting my team. Can we get support?" And you know, I, I don't know if they're giving us support. I asked, and they said no. Right. So we'll oh, see. Okay. All right. I'll uh, be, I think we'll be pretty upset if we get some of our support pulled for them because they're starting. But hey, it's a business. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, um, Davey Millsaps. Uh, he was reported. Pingree said he saw him on a Cowie at Milestone, but uh, I imagine riding one for for Jeff Ward Racing. But it looks like he signed back up with JGR, so I think that's a good move. They are going to let him make his own clothing deal to try to recoup some money. 
because they weren't quite there salary-wise. So Is that because Stewart has his own clothing deal as well? Yes. You yep. think, Tits? Um, Come on, man. Uh, JGR lost uh, lost shift as a title and muscle milk. Going to maybe to go back into Dada's pockets a little bit. You think? Um, I like I like that whole deal when they were talking about, like, Coy in his press conference saying he, he stuck his dad on him. Like, his dad called him every single day, and his dad flew down there and took him oh, to Oh, oh, James. Oh, did he oh, say yeah. that? Oh, I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't Coy, say that. I didn't hear Coy that. Coy told me straight yeah, out. Yeah, I talked yeah. to Coy. Like, right. And he's like, hey, whatever it takes, whatever right. it was going to take. And I whatever said, Joe. Yeah, Joe. I just remember talking to Coy years ago, not a couple years ago, and he's like, we're going to build a program here where we're not going to go pay for the rider. The rider's going to want to come here and take less money to win championships. What happened there? And our sponsor, JGRMX. Don't forget about that. Our sponsor, JGRMX. JGR. Uh, for all your needs. I'm just kidding. Uh, they are going to team up with Butler Brothers this year. Motors and suspension. That's what I heard. Good yeah. for him. Good, yeah, good, good job on that. Uh, Nico Izzy, Austin Stroop, and Ryan Morris confirmed for the Valley Yamaha team. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I say, too. Wow, that's cool. I wish them the best of luck, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of more three guys that are alike than Morris, Izzy, and Stroop, like in my mind. Just perfect. You know, just the perfect three musketeer tandem. Um, all right, well, hey, let's um, let's go to uh, some emails this week. Don't forget, you can always email uh, pulpamexshow at gmail.com, tits. That is correct. Um, this guy here, uh, this one's really long. This one's really long too. This guy, this guy's from Sweden and he went to, he's all about KTM. He really likes KTMs. He says that they're coming over. They're coming to take over. He's a friend of Josh Hansen. I got to know him under a supercross in Sweden. I was their guide. I was hanging out with Aaron, PC mechanic, uh, Aaron Johnson, Casey Hinson, the Blairs and Langston, and more good dudes. I got to know a whole lot of the inside and a long story about Hanny. I am curious, what is the reason you guys hate each other? I know what Hanny is telling me about you, which is fuck him. But from your point of view, I've been posting with you before, asking about Yamaha 252-stroke, and did send you a photo. Um, yeah. When will it be time to post a picture of Tits Legendary on the website? This guy. What's a photo of you? He's from Sweden. Oh. Okay. There's yeah. a new fan. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't hate Hanny, though. Let's just get that for the record. Uh, Adam wants to get in the industry. He uh, he was riding a lot, and then he found out he had scoliosis. Uh, he had surgery. He broke the rods in his back. He's had five back surgeries. He quit riding. So my dream, like many other young kids, of, was gone of being a pro motocross racer. So the point of my letter, I would love to have an industry job, and I know that will not happen because of the economy. I'd like to see what a real industry job is all about. If I could somehow get to a Supercross this year and follow you and Watson around, that would make my year. I would do anything to have an industry job, but I don't have an in. I would sleep in a race shop in a back office on a year in, on a mattress for a year. Um, love the show and all your writing. P.S. Tell Tits I'll bet him $100. Dungey won't do better than he did this year. I don't think Tits cares. Tits is heartbroken. Look at him over there. Look at him. It's heartbroken. What's it like having your favorite rider block you on Twitter? Words. I mean, the only guy that blocks literally words can't describe my emotions. The only guy that blocked me is uh, is Hanny, and I'm okay with that. Whatever. Mm. I think it's funny, so I'm okay with that. Kenny, do you got anybody who blocked you? I have no idea. Yeah, never saw that. Have you blocked anybody? No. I blocked that one dude we had on our show that time. That was it. 
Remember he called in and wanted to be unblocked or something? Um, can this guy follow you around at Supercross and get a job with you? Follow me around? Yeah. Just like if I went to his job, could I follow him around his office all day? No, he can't follow me around. Okay. Well, but, you know, I'll say hi Jeez. to him and I'll talk to him and I'll tell him what he needs to do. The way you get in the industry is it's either one or two ways. Either hard work and determination yes. and don't ever quit or you start brown-nosing people. Like a, like majority of the people in the industry do that don't aren't even qualified to be there, but they're there because they are hanging from someone's nuts. Which one do I fall into? Both. Damn it! Now you, you've you've earned your status. I mean, any guy that's spent you know, I would say you know three or four years on the road, learning the industry and driving across country and there we go doing what you got. What do. about a guy who gets in now who doesn't drive because nobody does drive anymore? How does he earn his stripes? Being in the trenches, working right. at the shop, doing whatever he has to do, right. putting long hours in, doing whatever it takes. Okay. All right. Hey, did you hire all the mechanics on your team? Are you all set? Um, yeah, I yeah. believe so. Everybody's good? Everything's good. Berlute's going to work for Tedesco again? Yep. Derek is Hanny's old mechanic. He's coming over? Correct. Who's going to work for uh, the other guy? Um, I have a mechanic that came from Hill. Star. His name is Sean. <laughs> And uh-huh. um, I have another guy that I really don't. I mean, I hired him, but I, I got a. He still has a job right now for another week. No. And I really can't, you know. Disclose it? Yeah, I really don't want to because he. We all really haven't talked about it, but I know he's in a position right now. And the position he's in, it, it, his in is if I let I don't know who it is. Okay. You're already, being, you're already being coy that I know who it is. I figured it out. I'm so, I'm so smart. Uh, hey, let's. Uh, Hey, for, let's deal with this before we get to the uh, tweet, it, tweet it tit segment. Uh, Kenny Watson, cheating on me, going behind my back like a mistress that I, that, you know, that I, that you are, that you are, calling into the hippie and the hick show. Kenny Watson, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I just I had nothing better to do on a Friday no night at shit. 7 o'clock just to call into their I show. I mean, you barely come to the show that you're paid for. Never mind the one that you don't even like. It wasn't. It wasn't. The deal was, like, I listened to some of the show. I heard some of the things they said. I wanted to get out, like, what was going on with our team and, you know, talk about my team. And then some other stuff came up, and I kind of told him, you know, by without ripping on the guy because that's not what I wanted to do. And just told him how what I thought about some of his comments and what he says to people and how I think that some of the stuff that are, is really personal that that shouldn't be brought up on a on a show and it's people's personal life. And we talked about that and that was pretty much about it. It wasn't like I, you know, tried to badmouth the guy or whatever. <clears> but I think he he does it to himself half the time. But All right. I, I I know that he said that um, I believe that that was maybe their last show that they were doing. I don't know. I pulled some clips from it, though. Let's uh, let's listen to our buddy Kenny Watson on the Hippie and the Hick Show, uh, co-hosted by a, a guy named Justin Quinn, uh, who was a team coordinator in 2001, in 2001 KTM. KTM. Yeah, and then uh, went to Mach 1 the next year and got fired under, uh, if I was like him, I would spill it all, but I'm not going to. And then uh, another guy you know, Mike. He wasn't on the show, though. Oh, yeah. but He wasn't on, he was on the he's show. He's the other guy? Left. No, oh. he's not the he. I asked Justin, I asked him, Justin is the hippie and the other guy's the hick. The other guy, like, never spoke the whole time. Yeah, he didn't. I was like, hey, are you there, (laughs) Rick? Are you there? But, uh. All right, listen to our buddy Watson uh, here on the show. What are we? Are we the natives or are we the defiling whores? I ain't buying into all that bullshit. You guys are just two guys doing a radio show. 
You are the fucking man, dude. I was really, really, really hoping you saw, you know, where we were going. And, um, yeah, so hey, you know what? what? I did say the truth. I, I don't agree with some of your stuff, but, hey, whatever. If you need listeners, you do what you got to do. I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody. You do what you got to do. I'm, I'm biased, dude. I don't really give a fuck. I do my own thing, and if, you don't, if people don't like it, whatever. No, well, that's so, pretty hey, much why I've always perfect. respected you. Okay, you can uh, say what you want, and you know what? you got to sow what you reap. That's all i got to say, my friend. You're gonna sow what you reap? No, I, don't, I think it's the other way around. You reap, reap what you sow. Reap what you sow. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right. I, okay. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be anything better if I said it right. <laughs> oh, good point. You're going you're gonna to talk crap, and, and you know, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, as long as right. you don't talk crap on me. Right. But I don't think you have, but if you have, fuck off, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, hey, is, I know. is Steinhoff on the line or what? No, that's that's the guy here. you were talking about. No, he's down in his basement right now. Just, I think he was worried about that exact moment, you know, and, and I told him, I uh, said, look, I had a feeling, and I was really hoping exactly that. Like, me and you have had, I know, I mean, dude, you talk to a lot more people. Of course, I'm probably going to have a conversation you think? a easier than you have. <laughs> yeah. You're so much more busier than I am with the racing world. but So much busier you know, than him. I, I always kind of respected you for who you are and, and what you stood for. You never seemed to waffle to me, regardless, you know. Uh, so, and that's something... I, that I just always kind of dug was that, you know, you said who you were, what you are, and I think you've been pretty consistent, and for a long time now. Yeah. Sleeve, yeah. No sleeves and sideways hat. Oh, well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. What, I have well, what's, what the I, fuck are you talking about? You got sleeves on today, yeah. It's fucking wintertime. I wear sleeves in the wintertime. Yeah, it is, it is cold. Yeah, no, you're right. I kind of found the same thing. Now, I'm not really looking to jump back into the moto industry. Oh, really? With, with oh. I don't, I don't you, got a lot of, you got a lot of offers? And it's really, really smart. You got, you got people calling you daily. Hey, come manage. Hey, Justin, we got a job for you to be the new JT rep. Yeah. That nothing. Hey, this is Kehoe. I'm leaving. We need a guy. Are you available? Well, 2002 or 2001. 2001. Yeah, you did a fantastic job. No, dude, give the guy a break. He's he could be an idiot, but come on. Well, here's what here's what here's what the guy kills me with. He sees me at the races the last few years. He's all, hey, man, what's up? Hey, what's up? He emails me some sort of ridiculous statistical formula where he can figure out who's going to finish where at the races. Asks me to run it on my website. I say yes. And then I say, well, can you give it to me in a little better presentation? He never gets back to me. Then he sees me at more races, asks me what's up. And I go, hey, what's up? And then he shit talks me on this radio show. He's the exact guy that he says he hates. What's up, Memphis? Woo! And then he turns around and talks shit on me. Right? I back him for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine if you, like, if you don't like what I do or what I write or you think I'm an idiot, no problem. Just don't bro me down. And there's a, you know, there's a few people like that. Uh, uh, this guy blows me away, though, because he, he does that's that. That's what we talked about. Yeah, that's what we yeah, talked let's, about. Let's keep going. We got a little bit more. Years away from taking a big, big change in a whole different direction because of guys like you, because of guys like JGR, and, and I agree they're they're different for a different reason. But you know they're pitching a market. You guys have a market, and there's a lot. You know there's markets to be had out there outside of the moto world. That's a lot of market works. Sure. Do you do you not think? Do you not think that everyone in the industry is trying to get outside sponsors, and you're the only genius that's figured out? That there's not enough outside sponsors in the in the industry. You're the only guy. I woke up and I realized we don't have Coca-Cola, and probably no one's approached them. 
Right? Tits? Right. Okay, let's keep going. Cycle the same shit over and over and over and over. And, you know, those guys well, are you know what? over well, scrap. Well, we... And a lot of people don't know who Kyle Partridge is, the guy that rolls around in the main events for the last couple of years. People need to right. turn back the clock and remember he was the only guy ever to beat James Stewart as an amateur. I, I wish Kenny was here. He got an important phone call he had to leave, but we will touch on this. Kyle Parcher is the only guy to beat James Stewart as an amateur. We will touch on that. Keep going. Sure. Well, I, remember, I, I remember those Plano days. I remember me and I, I, once again, I remember a conversation me and you had out at Troy because that's when I was working for KTM. And, uh, Wait, you know, so your guys were riding in the same. Yeah, you, your guys, it was always. All right, well, can you rewind that a little bit when he gets back here, when Watson gets back here? We'll uh, we'll deal with that when Kenny gets back. He, uh, he's been waiting on this phone call for a while. But uh, I can't believe you went on another show, Tits. I mean, he barely shows up for this one. I I would have figured if he had the choice of either going on a show or hanging out with me on a Friday night, certainly he would have come and hang out with come me. Come out with but, you, but uh, no, he chose to call a show. Go on right, the show. right. Yeah, no. I, I no, I'm going to tell you what happened. I was I was at my shop. Yes. And I was helping one of my friends do his brakes in his car. Okay, I got a text from this phone number saying, hey, call. And I called the number, and it was their radio show. That's, that's what had happened. And he, he texted me, on, he hit me up on Twitter earlier saying, hey, uh, do you want to do the show on Friday? And I said, uh-huh. yeah. So I totally forgot about it. I'm in the shop working. If you listen to the whole thing, yeah, no, I'm you, working you, on you the car. And Mahoney is like in there yelling, what are you doing, my friends? Going, what are you doing, like doing this stupid internet radio show? You already do a stupid internet radio show on Mondays. Right. It's Friday night. Let's get this car done, blah, blah, blah. So then I'm like, all right, so that's where it was. It wasn't like I was sitting waiting to do it. All right, let's, uh, can, can you go back a little bit? I, I, okay, I think all right, let's hit this, Watson. You've got to hear this part. Right. Turn back the clock and remember, he was the only guy ever to beat James Stewart as an amateur. Kyle Partridge. Yeah. Sure. There's an interview with Kyle Partridge on Vital MX this week, uh-huh. and Guy B's talking to him about his ride and everything, and he goes, he says, quote, Mathis always talks crap on me getting my ride. <laughs> I now, read that. I didn't now, get that. Now, two weeks ago, our last show, I was standing up for Kyle Partridge to a guy who talking about bagging on you for getting rid of blows and all that, and I said, hey, he rode pretty good at the Monster Energy Cup. Partridge either texts me or tweets me and says, hey, man, thanks for the support. I saw that. Right. Okay, you did. So it was a tweet I, I or sure something? Did. Yeah, okay. it was a tweet. Right. And now I'm always talking shit. Are you, what are you telling them? Are you telling them that I'm talking <laughs> shit or something? I ain't telling them anything. You want to call them? Well, I don't know why he would say that. I'm going to tell him to call him. I'm going to text him right now. Call him to the show. Give me the phone number. Let's do it after the, the segment. Give me the phone Let's number. Let's do it after the Give segment. Give me the phone number. I'm going to tell him to If you don't know the phone number to the show a year in, I'm not going to give it to you. It's 586-7857. How about 586-PULP, bro? <laughs> Let's finish this and I then tell your, your, your guy, Partridge, because I don't get why he would say that. D- d- he bought a ride on your team. Do I like that? No, but good for him. Good job for him for getting that. He didn't buy it. Yes, he f- did. How do you – no, because he could have took it to three other places in the casino. Yeah, but he bought a ride with somebody. He said, uh, I have this money. I would like to ride. He did not have – it's not his money. It wasn't his decision. It was not his decision. It's Ask not it. his decision. It was not his decision. He did not say, hey, go with this team or go with that team. You told us, he said to you, dude, I've always respected what Kerry's been he through. Did. He did. If I could you know, pick any team, I would right. want to be here. Yeah. And it wasn't just us. There were three other teams. I know, but you guys had, I mean, you guys are bros. It's cool. I get it. I'm good with it. Hey, Steve, I, suck I, it. I get it. Let's, hey, let's go to Justin Quinn. We, we can get to that let's in a second. Because he's way cooler than you. Let's go to the- well, I, remember, I remember those Plano days. I remember me and I, I, once again, I remember a conversation me and you had out at Troy because that's when I was working for KTM. 
And, uh, what, you know, your guys were riding in the same. Yeah, you, your guys, it was oh, 2001. And, uh, yeah, you know. What other year would it be? That's only here you were out there. Over that bullshit yeah, I know. right-hander jump. Just, you know, our guys were around you know, each other, sellers. We're spotting each other, and, uh, you know. Yeah, you me know, you. I mean, it's just, it's just exactly that, you know. A guy like Ivan the, is. I can, uh, is I'm not trying to be disrespectful you know? to you or anything, but, dude, I. Unless I, I, I don't really remember you, but uh, I know I asked Mathis about you, and I, dude, if I seen your face, I would know who you were. I can't tell you what. No, I mean, I remember I listened listened to your show a couple times, and it it seems like 2001 was a very big year for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, yeah, I mean, it's for a lot of reasons. I got married. He doesn't even get it. Worked that year, and there's a lot of shit that you know was a learning lesson. Uh, not really for me per se, just a real good look at what the industry was about. And I think I decided fairly quick. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, you decided fairly quick. You're, you're going to get out. Uh, you got let go at KTM and then you got fired at Mach 1 early in the 2002 Supercross series. Hey, but, hey, hey, hey. but he decided Steve, what the Steve, industry was Steve, all about. Steve, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, Justin is the guy he is. Okay. He could, but let's not, let's not buy into this where we're, this is a rip on him. No, I'm not. I'm, hey, okay, just, you're hey, you're explaining you why he did about this. He's winning. I know. No, I know. And by him going on it, gave mm-hmm. their show more recognition than more they, recognition than they'd ever when have. they when they advertised it all over the place. No one even knew I was going on that show. I, I had no idea that Kent went on there until you told me. I didn't know either. You know what the greatest? He told me there's <laughs> he told me there's 1,200 people that listen to that show. All right. Well, maybe yeah. They're huge in Europe. Huge in Europe. <laughs> They're like cheap trick. Mommy's <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I just it blows me away that this guy's so cool to me on an email and to my face, and then he's just talking shit. I All just, right, let's move on. And let's, he's the same guy. Let's move on. You got a couple other good one-liners in there, but we can we can. Let's move on. That's uh, enough of this. I mean, come on. We're, let's get Reed on the phone. People want to hear Reed. Let's we talk. can't. Reed's coming on at seven o'clock. Okay. I'm already pre-scheduled with that. Uh, did you call Dungey? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Uh, yeah, he's he's supposed to call in too. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this before he tits. Find out why you were blocked by your favorite rider. It's very upsetting to you. Who are you going to go to? Like, who are you thinking? Timmy? I know he's retired, <laughs> but. I mean, That's is there. Funny. Who's in the running? RV? My, my heart's still too broken. You're a Stewart hater, so I know you're not going to Stewart. No, no. You're not going to not. Stewart. If, if, if I were to. Reedy's cool on this show. It would actually be a split between Roxon and Kennard. Those are my two uh, uh, two other favorites. You can't go wrong with those guys. Yeah, I, I don't think Trey's so a good dude. Yeah, Kenny Rocks, good guy. They would both be willing to come on the show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, I think Don would be willing to come on the show. I, I just, he hasn't doesn't seem like he wants to. Um, uh, hey, uh, as always, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call in and leave a message. We were gone for two weeks. Had thirty something voicemails. I've narrowed it down to the best. Six or seven, and as usual, these are dedicated to Greg McQuarrie, who's a big fan of these voicemails. Um, we, we, uh, as any time you can call in and talk about anything. And Kenny, you really want to? You don't want to? I mean, I, I set you up to be a star in some of those clips. So, but I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, dude. Put them right. on. Put them on the. Put them on the uh, sound drops or whatever right, you do on right. the, uh, the apps. People want to hear him. They can go on or whatever there I they do. They can go on. Yeah, whatever you do. I don't give a shit. Okay. All I don't. Right. I, dude, I just don't want to make it like. You know, we're trying to rip this guy. He could do what he wants. He can yeah, rip. Yeah, he yeah. can talk no, bad no. about I'm people. Good. That's that's his deal. But that's not the reason why I went on a show. That's not the reason why I do things. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that type of person. 
So you've got a full gallon of water and you're dumping. He hey, needs what? a spit. He needs a spit. Hey, bottle. what about Dungey, dude? Oh, How's Dungey doing? Bottle. How's Dungey doing, Tits? Why don't you worry about Dungey and yeah. not my bottle? Why don't you of worry water? about not getting blocked by riders on Twitter, bro? Yeah, why don't you worry about answering the phones and, and not worry about what I do, idiot? Yeah, that hurts my heart. Hey. Who cares, crap? <laughs> that hurts my heart. Um, Watson. So, hey, what's uh? Hey, what? What's going on with Blokes in Australia? Dude, you he's know? struggling, right? Dude. I mean, he's it's muddy though. I guess it's been some mud races. Dude, you know what? I, I talked to somebody else, and they're like, "Tell Blows, he's a professional racer. He's a professional racer to pull his head out of his ass. <laughs> he's a professional. This is racer. what he does. Dude, there's all different kinds of conditions. Yeah. You got to ride in them. Yeah. What's the deal? Well, what's he been doing? Like, I haven't even heard his name. Has he finished he, top five or no? Like, not I yet. Mean, he got ninth this weekend in the mud. I thought this weekend was dry. No, it was muddy. May, I don't okay. know. Maybe I don't know anything about it. I think they've had one dry weekend, um, but it's not working out so good, is it? Yeah, he's not doing too well. Right. Sinjin. I didn't want to talk to you guys. I wanted to talk to Tits. Talk to Tits. He's then, right there. Then give him a call. Hang up on this wait, guy. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, I have a question you guys can answer right now. Why is Dungey not wearing a neck brace anymore? We've talked about this. We talked about it last show. Yep. Okay, well, I missed it. Tell me. He was having problems with it coming off during the race. Depends right? who you talk to. If you talk to the Leah uh, guys, they say he's just trying something out different. He's just trying to see what's up, and he's trying to see uh, how it feels without it. If you talk to some guys. And if you ask me, it just makes his sphincter way too tight. Yeah. Um, I think he's, I think other guys are saying that it it, uh, it comes off on him, and he wants to try something else. But I don't know if he can wear an A-star one because he wears Fox boots, so I don't know how that works. Yeah. Okay, and uh, also, I got fired from Jersey Mike's. Dude, what happened? Dude, I, I just stopped showing up for two days, and they fired me like little pussies. You got fired from Jersey Mike's? Dude. Yeah. Well, you got to show up. I have to find another job. No, I'm not doing food anymore. Fuck that. Dude, you got to show up for for your jobs. Like, otherwise, that's what happens. They do fire you. Dude, like, ha- like Kenny. They switched the schedule on me. I was looking at the wrong schedule, and I was like, fuck. And then they're like, oh, no, we took you out of the system too late. Kenny, if someone then- doesn't show up at your work, you fire them, right, generally speaking? That's the way it usually works. Yeah, yeah. That's the well, way it usually Kenny works. Well, fired and... me, I'd beat his fucking ass. Ooh, tough guy. Um, Ooh, tough guy. Well, dude, you, yeah, you just can't. Mr. Uh... No Sleeves Tattoos, you're the tough guy. Hey, tough guy. He's got sleeves on right now, but no, nah, sorry to hear that, Sinjin. Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh, and uh, Jimmy won Puerto Rico. Great. Thanks, yeah, dude. Yeah, good stuff. Good I stuff. mean, okay. it's cool, yeah. Good for, good for Jimmy. He won in Puerto Rico. Yeah, oh, and he's, he, I saw an interview. He has a couple team offers, you know. Everything's looking up for him. I hope he does. I mean, what does he got? Do you know? I, I don't know. I just you know, you know, you know who he's got. I think, and I don't know for sure, but I believe he's got Ty Lube in his back pocket. Really? Uh, okay, but that's not really that. Like, hey, Sinjin, you should be his. You should be his agent. That'd be awesome. I should be his agent. You could uh, call I keep people. Up to you date could, with everything. You could call all the. You could call all the teams going. If you don't give him a ride, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what I'll do. But yeah, I talked to his brother a couple weeks ago, and he said he didn't have anything. And then I guess now he does because I read that interview on like Moto X Addicts that he has a couple things. Yeah. But he's, he's for sure not going to be on Valley. You shouldn't. Yeah. Be, you shouldn't believe everything you read, buddy. But I, I, I really hope he gets a ride. He's a good dude. Well, Jimmy said it himself. I mean, I trust the guy. He's not a, a little fake pussy. No, this is true. So no, yeah. this is true. I All think right, a guy. I think. Thanks, Sinjin. I think a guy like Jimmy Albertson, who's right there, a smart strategy. And I'm not saying Ty Loop deal is shitty or anything. A strategy could be show up at Anaheim at the opening rounds, ride your balls off, wait for someone to get hurt. Now, you never want to wish another guy ill. But there's a lot of teams that got to fill a lot of spots if a rider goes down, and if you have no, no, you have nothing 
nothing behind you to hold you back. Not a bad idea, right, Kenny? Uh, that's, that's, that's. I mean, injuries happen. So. They do happen. You and just got to make sure if you're doing that, that you're on point with your riding. You know what I mean? Because if you show up and suck, then you got no team and you suck. But if you're, if you're confident in your abilities and you've been putting the time in and working hard, then it's not a bad strategy. I believe so. All right. Hey, Partridge is on the line. Ask him what's up. Kyle Partridge? Yes, sir. Kyle what's up? Partridge, you effing suck. Is this Bobby Reagan? <laughs> That's what I, did he really tell you that? He did. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle. Matthew started beating me up on as soon as I got on here that there was a post on Vital. That no, was, no, an interview with Kyle. There was an interview with no you. No post. There was an interview with you on Racer X saying that Steve Mathis talks shit on you. Talks crap. Talk you that no, he's no, 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 no. I think that that was kind of taken out of context. Um, explain yourself. Just, I, explain I yourself. Don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I listen to the show all the time, obviously, because you crack me up, and I just like listening to it. Um, I think he means me. If he does, yeah, not sure. you, Kenny. No way. Yeah, I suck. Um, and Mathis had said something. I think it was Greg Albertson was on the line, and Greg thought that that you guys were talking about Hanson, and he was like, "Hanson, I mean, he deserves it because he deserves the ride." He's and Mathis said something like something along the lines of me not deserving the ride because obviously, I mean, at the same time, I kind of get where he's coming from. It's not like I set the world on fire, but it was almost like fuel. For me, you know what I mean. Like, made me want to be better. That's that's the only thing that I was kind of trying to refer to. But I never said Mathis talked shit on me. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I complimented you on the Monster Cup. You rode well. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you rode, no, you rode good. good. And if you can, yeah, and, I sent, I sent, right. uh, I tweeted, I tweeted tips too, and told him, yeah. dude, so um, Mathis, thanks. And certainly with a year under Hart's team, where you have no distractions about how you're getting to the races. Uh, and you're free to just ride and train and, and not worry, you know, you could be a lot better. But having said that, I mean, good for you for getting a sponsor um, to come on the team. Hey, Steve, Steve's under the impression that, that Saquon came to our team just because you brought them there. Then They said that you went to Saquon and said, hey, you need to, this is where I want to be, so this is where uh, you need to sponsor this team. Is that correct or is that false? You, you, you that's, that's 100% false. I, uh... I, I'll, I mean, I'll tell the story from beginning to end. I went down to Hard Shop to talk to Kenny about possibly something else with a motocross track that's going up for sale. Um, and we just started talking back and forth. I sent the lady a text message from the casino. Her name's Sheila Howe, and said, here's another option. It was a clip of Hart's YouTube video wrap-up. Um of the season and she sent me a text message back and said, have heart call me as soon as possible. And it wasn't, it's not about, and, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people are misled about. Like, yeah, the casino has my back, I think over anyone's and, and they wanted to help me, but at the same time, they want to see something in return. And like I said, in the interview, I wasn't trying to badmouth star racing or Bobby Reagan or any of those guys, but, I think Watson said it best. Who do you want coming to your casino? Bobby Reagan, yeah. who, right? Who or Hart? You know, like it's yeah. It, there, it's not, there's nothing even in comparison. No, the total package that uh, a Hart Huntington can offer a sponsor, in my opinion, exceeds a lot of teams in the pits. 
for sure. No, yeah, without a 100%. doubt, hundred yeah. percent. And just and just being around the shop and seeing what Kenny does, I know a lot of people think that he's a bullshitter and t- kind of runs his mouth. But like, the good thing with Hart that they do is is they work. Phenomenal. They have like sponsors working together, and there's not many companies or teams in this in this industry that does that that has. A right. sponsor that sponsors their team work with another sponsor and help each other out, and I think that's what was more appealing for the casino to come in and say, "Okay, here's X amount of dollars for your guys' team and and have fun go racing." You know, hey, Kyle, and maybe you can explain to these people that don't really understand how many other teams and other people were trying to do this, but it just wasn't appealing to them. Um, I mean, I could name five other teams right now that, that came to me and asked me to bring this sponsor to them. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised it's only five. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't something. Yeah. And for me, like I said, I want what's best for the casino, just like they want what's best for me. And I, I mean, if a, if a team like Bobby Hewitt comes to me and says, Hey, you know, let's, let's work together. Those guys aren't doing anything. I'm, no offense. I mean, they're a great team, but none of those guys have won a race in two or three years. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them have won a race. And, I mean, if you're not winning races, like for, say, like Mitch, who mm-hmm. is dominating everything, and you don't have a good marketing program where you're you're getting the company's name out, then I'm not going to bring it over there. And Hart, I mean, anyone will tell you, and, and I think you can say the same thing, Mathis, anybody that has worked with Hart has always had a good relationship, even after the contract was over, because Hart takes care of his sponsors. like. It's not a it's not a give and then okay see you right. later they they give and take and Hart yeah. does what he can to help I'd agree with that team, for so. sure absolutely no he gets it there's no doubt about it you know and I think he gets it because he spent some time in a van back in the day um, no um, so you know, no I just I don't want you to like think I'm talking crap on your hiring that's all I'm I'm not I'm just no no I mean I'm interested and, to see how you do and you know what um. You've got talent. You've always had talent, and it's going to be interesting to see, like I said, free of distractions, besides Kenny looking so good, free of distractions, how you, how you can do. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to seeing how, how it is, but I'm not really talking crap on, on you yourself and, and getting the ride or anything. You know what I mean? Maybe, no. I don't know what I said to Greg Albertson. I don't remember. I'm not denying it because I do make some offhanded comments or jokes. But Hey, but. you know what the bottom line is, though? What's, what, what Kyle Partridge did, he brought – a huge outside the industry sponsor to Supercross and Motocross. So how could you people talk crap or say whatever they want about Kyle or H and H or Saquon? But you know what? At the end of the day, maybe Kyle races for another three or four years and he's done. But maybe Saquon stays in this for another ten years and they give back to the sport and they help promote the the, the brand of Supercross itself. Maybe they become a, a, a title sponsor of Supercross, and it's the Saquon right. Supercross series. Maybe we got who knows. The best thing for Saquon is Sam Manuel too. They they all see each other getting into it, and they all want to. Yeah, exactly. It's competition know? with yeah. all those guys. No, for sure. And at the end, of, when it's all said and done with, is Kyle Partridge brought something to the table that a lot of other people that's been around a long time that just took and took and took from the industry, he's giving back. So think about that, people, before you start bashing Kyle, it's myself, because you hate Chris Blows, dude. I don't hate Chris Close. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't hate. I don't hate. Thing, dude, I'm the joking. thing that I love the most is like all these people that are on the websites that talk shit and run their mouth. Like that stuff to me pumps me up. Like I get so pumped up. You can ask Watson. I remember I was reading the chat room on your guys' show one oh, night. These dudes were just bashing on me, and it, and I sent him a text message. I'm like, dude, I cannot wait until Monster Cup so all these people will shut their mouth. Like it pumps me up so right. much, and 
And that's kind of been my motivation to, like, work hard and bust my ass. Like, I've been riding every single day down here in California with Ivan and sleeping on people's couches and sleeping on the floor so that I have somebody that can show me the ropes. Like, Ivan right. is a bad dude. He's won championships and races. And I think that when Anaheim 1 comes around, me riding with Ivan and being on his same program, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm going to go to Anaheim one and, and well, I think surprise a lot of people if I yeah, stay you, healthy. So. You look good at the Monster Energy Cup. Like, your only thing maybe that was a little shy was your fitness, but you're getting that and you're working on it. you got two months, so no big deal, you know? Um, no, and that's, Speed was good, I mean, though. I'll, yeah. I'll be the first to tell you. I mean, I was out of shape. Yeah. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, we got to run. We're getting read on. Uh, but thanks for calling in for sure and, and, and clarifying that. I, I was a little perturbed when I read that because I thought I'd – done you well but i don't want you to be pissed at me but so tell reedy tell reedy that uh i had a good time with him the other night <laughs> okay god god knows where, where that could go uh you're full of shit i know i'm just kidding oh okay <laughs> all right well hey well, next time you're in vegas come in on the show sit sit in for the show and just rap dude you live five minutes from me i heard i'm down i'll come whenever well you're in, you're in socal now but uh yeah come by um yeah right, you're cool you're, he'll, he'll be back. You're off Ann Road or something, right? That's what Watson said. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 215 and Ann. Sweet. Yeah, five minutes for me. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. Thanks, bud. See you. Bye. All right. Um, do we have somebody on three? That would be has-been. Has-been. Hey, Mathis. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? Hey, that interview you did with, uh, with Stuart was, uh, was outstanding. Thank you. And, and even, my, uh, even my buddy, Kenny Watson who never listens to any of this shit or really cares, and that's truthfully, he listened to it. Well, the well, cool thing that I, I came away really impressed is how articulate he is and how you, you, you really did get him calmed down. He was uh, very humorous, and uh, you know, it, he came off really well. I, w- I wish he did more of them. Made, yeah, I wish he did is, more interviews. Is, uh, the other point that he made was uh, how important to set up a bike is, because you, know, you read all the message boards, all, but, oh, the guy can come out on an 83, 125, clap that piece of shit and win. And you really spent a lot of time on a setup on how important and the confidence level of the setup of the bike is. And, uh, and I, I was very impressed with that. I, I thought that was uh, your best work ever. Oh, wow. You hear that, Kenny? Husband said that was my best work ever. Wow, that's awesome. Tits, you know, I know you don't like James Stewart, but perhaps you listened to that podcast. Maybe. Uh, I did listen to it. And what would you think? Uh, it was good. Did you change your opinion at all about James Stewart? No. Wow. Okay. Well, it's not to say that I thought completely negative things about Stewart. Mm, no, okay. I, I don't. Right. I mean, you know, obviously he's a racer. When he gets on the track, the, flip, the, the switch flips and becomes, you know, very aggressive. And that's why he's at the top of the game. But when he speaks his mind, he's, uh, he's very, very confident. He's very, uh, maybe you learn from Reed, but I, I was yeah. very impressed. No, I, um, I think he's good at it, and he should do more. I wish he did more interviews with everybody, never mind just me. Um, well, because he's good at it, but you know what? He gets burnt a lot too, and I think that's what the deal is. He just, uh, he just over, he just is over it, you know. Yeah, he, well, he's a lot younger than we all think, also, you know. And, he, and then yeah. he, I guess he's got to live in the shadow of his parents, which I guess are managing him, you know, since his many days. But the other thing I liked on the uh, the presentation is uh, I don't know what you call it, the shadowing of his number, you know, on his graphics of his bike. Mm-hmm. Does Kenny know? Kenny, you're the marketing guy. What do you call that? I, I'm not following you. The shadowing of his yeah, he's got seven. He's got like little stripes behind his seven. It looks like it's going faster, you know. So it's one of those things because hey. it looks like Koi kind of whole shot you there. They might not have wrap coolers, but they got shadowing <laughs> on the uh, the graphics of the. Well, number, I think you know? I think you could give those props up to Enstyle because they do his stuff. Mm. All right.
But uh, good work, and uh, you know, and I thought it was pretty good. Do you think you'll ever be able to get him on live? He said he would. <laughs> he said he uh, would. Time will tell. Time will tell. As the other thing is, when Coy was on the uh, Speed Center show with uh, David Spain, uh-huh. he, he, they also spoke spoke quite a bit about it. And uh, and that guy is really high on motorcycles. He used to be the Honda Spain, guy. Yeah, I mean, no, back way yeah. back when when I was racing. To Spain's so moto to the core. He yeah. did all the That's super cars for years. Yeah. yeah, that's where he exactly. started. All right, Hasman. Okay. Thanks. Okay, thanks right. a lot. See ya. Um, I guess we didn't do the twit, Tweet of Tits segment? Uh, no. You're going to do it later? I think Let's so. do it when we get JT on the line. Okay. Because Kenny had to interrupt with Kyle Partridge. Mm-hmm. Calling again. Uh, you want to go to commercial? Let's do commercial. Then we're going to come back with Chad Reed, who told me to confirm with him that he was coming on the show later, and I did, and I didn't hear back. So hopefully he's still coming on the show. We'll be back in uh, seven minutes. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear, and Kicker. We'll be back. Listen to the commercials, buy some stuff, and then listen to some Halen, and then we'll be back. This is Jackie Wilson, mother of monster pro circuits, Dean Wilson. And are you all listening to the Pulp Mix Show? And remember, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch bridges, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Phillipartz. 
The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Michael Essie, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at the xbrand.com. 
Hi, this is Mike Gillespie, factory Red Bull KTM rider. I depend on Free Gun. Keeps my junk clean, and so should you. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X-Game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Do I look like uh, do I look like uh, those guys from Rio the World uh, tits wearing my headphones like this and like singing? Because you know the microphone in front of you and then they hold their headphones. Yeah. Whenever you see. So they can hear themselves better. Oh wait, yeah. So what? Yeah. So, so they can hear themselves. Whenever you better. see dudes in recording studios, mm. they're always like this and they're into the mic, you know. Mm. Do I look like Sammy a little bit? You just like him. Thank you. It's uncanny. Thank, actually. thank you. Welcome back to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Uh, FMF Racing. Hey, FMF, dude. They won. Every off-road title and every Supercross, motocross title except for the Lights title. That's except for the Lights awesome. motocross. That's, that's... They killed it. Yep. They would have, yeah. They, they, they didn't win Lights Supercross or Lights uh, motocross. Other than that, they won everything. Good year for FMF. Thank you guys for coming on. You know what's funny? On. People right in the chat room, I can't believe Partridge still rides because they're thinking about his brother. <laughs> oh really? I can't believe he still rides. The guy's twenty-four. Um, he's twenty-four years old and he still rides. Hey, you're heading to California tomorrow. Yes, sir. What for? Uh, got a meeting with uh, the boss, Kerry Hart, oh, and yeah? some sponsors. Hart come up here at all? He was he just done? here. He was here all last yeah, week. Yeah, but for SEMA. But it, I mean, does he come up here at all? Yeah, he he'll be back up here next month, and we're gonna do like our you know team hang out? photo shoot. Yeah, oh, okay. he'll be here for like a week. He's got a house here still. Uh-huh. Or is he done? No, he oh. has a house here, but he rents his house out. Okay. So he's yeah. really not a resident at all here uh, Legally? Oh. Legally, legally he is, right. Legally he is, <laughs> but uh, no, he, he, he puts in the work. You know, I'll just say that, you know. I didn't mean, this, I wasn't getting to that. This show out. isn't about Kerry Hart, but I'll, I'll have to give it to him. This year, more than ever, he is putting way more time and energy into the team because he's never really had to. Oh, shut up, Watson. Oh, suck it. Piatch. <laughs> Tits loves that. I know. Hey, this is Kenny going to. Uh, this is Kenny going to California tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, going to see Hart. Hart, what's up? I'll see you in a little bit, bro. That is the sound of an ice 
Hey, Lindsay's with me. That's Paul Lindsay in the car. Paul's cracking a Red Bull. I'm rocking out. We're going to see. Hey, have another Red Bull, Paul. All right, that's Kenny tomorrow. Uh, you and Paul Lindsay going down. Paul's drinking Red Bulls, cracking them open, and you're listening to Fleetwood. On the way to Cali. Uh, that's good. Good okay. times. Good are you, times. Are you done, dude? Yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> you just shut me off right in the middle. Of it. I just lost my train of thought when you were trying to tell me. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Reed, Chad Reed's going to come on the show. Team 22 Motorsports here. He's just driving back to his hotel in California. He's in Cali, right? Do you know? He's in Cali. Yeah, he has know. to be because he's not in Florida because he said he's going to a hotel. So, and we're going to have him on as soon as he gets there. He's going to text me. But until then, uh, voicemails. Let's hit those up as usual. You can call in, and uh, I think I said this before. Let's listen to some voicemail. Yeah, Mathis Watson. Uh, this is Jake from Australia. Uh, I'm just ringing up to uh, see now that uh, Dungy's not using the neck brace anymore. Oh, God. And not Reed this again. Use one. And I was just wondering whether or not these guys have any more information that they're privy to that we probably aren't and uh, made their decisions based on the information, or that's just an information or a choice they've made by themselves just not to use them. So, uh, yeah, your thoughts would be great. Good show. Keep it up. See you later. We're hey, not, cheers, hey, Nate. Matt, this is Nate in Georgia. Uh, not the Nate that was in the studio. For Nate. Thanks, Thanks Nate. Anyways, just listen to the show. It was great. Just thought I'd call and crack on Kenny. Um, you know, I actually argued you, with you for 20 minutes about uh, what a true friend is, and then says that he's never called anybody a friend on the show that wasn't a true friend. That same show, he calls out Jeff Ward as a friend of his. He actually says that. Yeah. yeah so I how does this guy know Jeff Ward isn't a friend of mine? You don't know that. Nate from Alabama, where the hell you're from. So you know what, Nate? You know what I'm going to say. Here we go. You're a good fellow, Nate. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> no. Suck you, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I can't say that Jeff Ward is like I go to dinner with Jeff Ward. Well, I don't go to dinner with RV, but he's not my friend apparently. So he's an acquaintance. Jeff Ward is an acquaintance. Maybe I should say. Yeah, uh, you said uh, my friend Jeff Ward. My two, friend. You're right. Two weeks ago. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I can admit when I'm wrong. You can't. That's the difference between me and you, Meathead. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Dude, why is your yeah, head yeah, so big? On a regular basis. <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh, and also I wanted to say. Uh, his legendary is hilarious. Don't ever get rid of that guy. Yeah, he is funny. In the background. Don't ever get rid of that guy. Jokes about you hey, taking penicillin and all. It's just, it's just, it just cracks me up. I almost crashed my ninja on my way home from work every day. That says it all, all right, right there. That says it all about that hey, guy right there. This guy's talking. All right, let's let him. Let's let's hear what he has to say. He I, did. Yeah, I think he's done. He did. He said, I almost crashed my ninja. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So that guy's listening to the show, riding his ninja. He Wait, deserves to crash. Tits, yeah. can, tits, can you turn the volume up on your computer a little bit? Sure Just for these. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. I can't figure out, Steve. This, this guy will not listen to your show. I'm trying to get him to listen to your show, and I'm asking him right now. Carl, why will you not listen to the show? Because I don't want to listen to a bunch of people talk about bullshit, and I want to listen to music. What kind of music? Carl. Uh, well, I don't want to listen to bullshit. People talking about this and that, and I want to listen to music. I'd rather listen to music. Dude, dude are we really... Right. Well, this is what you pulled? I thought this was really uh, this is the best of the best. This is funny, unique. So it's Carl. Listen, just download it, and we know what's going on. I don't have to listen to dumb people talking on the show about this and that, and yeah, <laughs> we just want it on the computer. Wow. And, and there, are there a lot of people like you out there? Uh, so there's a lot of people that don't want to listen to people talking about... This is an inventive. This, this is uh, unique. This, this guy this put some effort yeah. into this. 
I don't watch TMZ, and wow. Thank you, Carl. Hey, Steve, some people don't want to hear this and that. There we go. Peace. I thought that was funny. Hey, Mathis, I was just driving by the test track there in Corona, Kawasaki test track, and I had noticed uh, Wilson was wearing some other kind of gear, like maybe moose gear or maybe uh, – So who is that? Like maybe a shooty helmet. Too. I don't know. So it, I was it's if Bowers, anything. Tyler Bowers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not Dean Wilson. Because he had never one on his bike. Uh, anyway, thanks. Bye. Is that the same guy? Yeah. Hey, Steve. Mike Zawaki up here in the cold hey, Mike. Colorado looking at a whole bunch of snow. Anyway, just calling to uh, say thanks to you and Kenny and Tit. Uh, on these cold days, it sure is nice to listen to these uh, these podcasts. You're saving my day, bud. Anyway, you guys have a good one, and we'll see you on the next go-round. Stay warm, my friend. Hey, Pulp MX, it's Robbie. Uh, question for you. Word is that Millsaps is riding uh, Kawasaki out at Pala today, the 27th, Thursday. Just wonder if you guys have heard anything different or what you might be doing. What does the chat room say? Get get ready on the phone. Oh, okay. Believe the chat room. Over next year. Oh yeah, yeah. He's riding Yamaha gear. Yeah. Kawasaki bike. I don't know graphics or anything. Yama, like that. Yamaha gear. So, what about you guys think? He was riding. Sure. He was, he was wearing Yamaha bike. gear. When did Yamaha start making gear? I was just thinking, and I was hoping that the Kenny Watson T-shirt contest is still going on because I have the greatest idea ever. <laughs> you take the Pulpinex shirt that you currently have on Pulpinex, and you just take the sleeves off it. Boom, Kenny Watson edition. Can't beat it. Don't try. What do I win? That's what I win at a test. Do you, uh, so I, when I wear that sleeve t-shirt, I start that's looking what you cool. Do you, you cool. cut them with the scissors? Anyway. Or do you let me know. cut and Bye. rip? What are we? Are we the natives? Or are we oh, hey, the defiling tits. whores? All right. Thank you. That, that was it? That was the voicemails. As usual, 702-586-7857. Hey, let's welcome our first guest to the show, uh, the headliner of the night, back from Australia, Chad Reed. Reedy, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, thanks for doing the show. Appreciate it. Always, no problem. Uh, always, always uh, hit me back with a text and say you'll do it. I, I appreciate that. Um, have you ever blocked anybody on Twitter? Like any fans? Yeah. Okay, because our guy I that blocked, had... I think I blocked two. Blocked two? Some dude like kept like just write like one dude was writing crap to me and Ellie, and then uh, right. another dude just kept writing. Just dumb stuff, so I blocked him too. Well, our our call screener Tits uh, Dungey blocked him. He loves Dungey. Dungey's his favorite rider ever. No way. And Dungey just blocked him. Just that's it. Hey Chad, but he's you gotta, crushed. You got to understand his his name for his Twitter name is Tits Legendary. So I think he probably got spooked. It was a porn or something. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blocked. That's awesome. I had a girl after uh, some uh, I don't know some chick. And uh, after Atlanta, when James and I oh, um, yeah. came together, like, she was so gnarly, like, was just begging me. She was doing everything. She said everything, like, and more than I could ever think of. And she was begging me to block her. And I'm just like, dude, I can't block you. You want me to block you? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it, right? Yeah. I know. Well, our guy, yeah. our guy, Tits, he's he's crushed because he loves Dungey. And, uh, yeah, D- Dungey blocked him for no reason, real. Duh. Anyways, uh, hey, what um, what's going on? You back from Australia? Back, uh, I saw you. You twittered a photo of a blister, so you're back riding, getting uh, slowly back into it. As Watson pointed out, only two months away, bro, and it's Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Actually, it's, uh, yeah, looking pretty. You know, looking good. Finally, back on the on the bike, and um, I rode twice when I was in Australia, but I was just riding in the woods and nothing, nothing, uh, right. nothing serious. I was just on a stock bike, so. 
um, yeah, no, it was fun to get back on a race bike and get after it and have some fun and, you know, get out with the crew. And, you know, we got Goose and Sergio, two new guys. So, yeah. um, obviously, I've worked with Goose in the past, but not Sergio. So, it's kind of nice to get out there. And, and the weather's been really strange down here in California. So, mm-hmm. like, um, the one day at the test track, there was a few people. But the second day, we had it all to ourselves. So, it's been kind of cool. I'm sure you got hit up on Twitter today. I know I did. You said you were going to announce everything today. You didn't, and then people were thinking you were going to announce it on tonight's show. But when are we going to know your team lineup, sponsors, that kind of stuff? Uh, what's happening with that? Well, you know, press press releases, you always want to put them out when you say you do. But yeah. it was supposed to go at 8 o'clock this morning. Okay. And, uh, you know, and then it, but it never, it never did. Um, and obviously you've got your show going on, so you're probably not really on it. But it just actually went. Um, so it's actually released. It's out there right now. Um, I just retweeted oh. it on my Twitter, but uh, oh, okay. yeah, so we're, I'm excited. Um, for, uh, this was not the plan at all. I, I did see a couple of tweets that people were like, "Oh, he's going to come on and announce it on the show." But yeah. I mean, it literally, I just saw it like three minutes ago. Oh, okay, um, five minutes, five minutes to be exact. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I, I signed my deal with Honda, and uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to extend that relationship for for at least the next two years. Um, myself, um, I have a contract with myself for, for the next one, you know, for one year. Oh, and okay. Then the sponsors yeah. are only promised that I'll only be there for one more. Yeah. Um, but you know that doesn't really mean anything. It's just a, a matter of you know, for me, it's all about you know doing it because I love it and and I want to do it. You know, just do kind of one year deals for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and beyond that, it's all you know, all how I feel and and you know, kind of what mood I'm in and how I want to go racing. So, um, right. But, yeah, no, I'm excited. You know, for us as a race team, I think it's, it's huge. You know, we've got full factory bikes and mm-hmm. full factory, you know, everything. So um, our race shop is, you know, at Honda. They yeah. uh, they took all the road race stuff out of there and moved us in. Um, so Lars, Goose, everyone, you know, they're all in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited, actually, really, really excited. Um, the fact that I'm going to be riding the same motorcycle, you know, two years in a row is, Yeah is more than appealing to me. Um, yeah, it just, it's been a bummer, you know, like in the last couple of years or the last four years, actually, you know, been switching around bikes and you right. know, I'm not somebody that enjoys switching bikes, but you know, I, I think it's all for the best. I'm, I'm in a happy place and mm-hmm. excited. Oh, right. And then, yeah, Goose and uh, Lars are like, oh yeah, cool. Honda, we're back. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Actually, I, uh, um, I spent the whole day at Honda today, um, up there at the race shop and, um, you know, those guys got their badges today, and it was pretty funny. You just kind of watching them all like little kids. We can, you yeah. know, going to get their pitches done and getting their badges and stuff like that. So, and, and Gothic um, and Gothic and Lars are reunited, which will make both of them happy because they're, yeah, you know, they're bros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like they're, I wouldn't say they're split, but, yeah. you know, like they've kind of, uh, you know, Lars, during the outdoors, Lars just kind of moved right back into his old, old <laughs> bay, you know, old bay, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Um, where now it's like it's like it's kind of moved us. We've got our own whole two two motorsport side of the mm-hmm. race shop. So um, yeah, pretty cool. You know, I think it's exciting for for me. I mean, you know, a lot of people kind of talk about you know the fact that Jeremy had a team, the fact that Yamaha support, but it was it was very different. I don't compare Jeremy and I um, mm-hmm. on that level. You know, like I, I feel like we did it very differently in, in the way that we're getting support and and you know everything that we're doing, the way we're doing it. I think it's very different, and I think it's really unique and, and exciting. I think it's really cool and, and fun. 
Uh, how close did you come to riding another color or adding a teammate? I mean, is this obviously? I think you had discussions with some guys about coming on board, and you had some discussions with uh, with another manufacturer. Did any of it close come close, or, or is it just uh, you know kind of investigative stuff? Um, you know, I think the Suzuki thing, you know, it's been heavily rumored, um, and it was a reality. I mean, I think it was realistic. Um, to be completely truthful, I think they kind of jacked themselves. Um, yeah. and the fact that, uh, you know, they were very, uh, interested and kind of motivated and moving fast, um, with talking to us and then suddenly it all went quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then come the conversations that, that James was going to go there and, right. you know, they sent a bike to James, they did a week of testing with James. Yep. Um, but all while that was happening, you know, I was having the same conversations with James, you know, so mm-hmm. I had kind of firsthand information on what was really happening, um, you know, within, uh, you know, between Tutu Motorsports and, and, mm-hmm. and even what James Stewart was kind of thinking. So, um, yeah, I kind of think that they thought the deal with James was going to get done and, and then all of a sudden, you know, the gift thing was going to get done and um, and now they've kind of left without, you know, without anyone. So, yeah, they're kind of uh, holding the bag a little bit. They're like, oh, shit. Hey, Chad, are you going to do that? Yeah. Is your, is your team solo? Or are you going to have another guy on your team, or what's the deal? You know, as much as I'd love to have another guy, um, I think you could respect this, Kenny, but it's just like right now, um, Astrofin hasn't closed any deals, and and I'm just, we don't have the budget. You know, like there's no money there for me to, to go and pay for that. Um, for for this year, um, Honda's supplying, you know, only one factory bike. Um, so the second rider would have to be um, like I was at the beginning of this year with, right. a P, you know, like a PC-built bike, um, which is obviously pretty simple because we have a lot of that stuff left over. But, right. you know, like we'd still have to update bikes and, and update parts and, and all that kind of stuff. I just feel like right now um, the race team is something that I really want to do and, and I really want to focus you know, a lot of effort towards it. And I feel like putting, you know, resources around the team and, you know, people like Goose and, and Sergio and, and adding, like, staff to the team, you know, like, eventually I don't want to just make up the numbers out there, you know. Like, I want to have this team, um, yeah. whether it's me or, or or somebody else, you know, I want to be winning races and, and contending for championships. So um, right now, 100% of the focus is on uh, on building the infrastructure of the team and, and uh, trying to get me to win races and win a championship this year, and then we'll see where we go from there. Outdoors again? Do we know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. sure. Full yeah. season? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be, uh, full, yeah, full season, um, you know, Supercross, Motocross, and, uh, yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a good thing. I think uh, for me, um, I, you know, like I had those few years away from outdoors, and, and it was awesome. You know, I copped a lot of shit for it, but <laughs> I felt like I got I got what I needed out of it. You know, I got the break that I needed, and, and I really enjoy it. I, I personally enjoy probably more parts of outdoor racing than I do Supercross these days. You know, I think Supercross yeah. has become such a, you know, just, it's changed over the years. So I think outdoors is awesome. I um, yeah, I brought that up to Stuart. I just did a podcast with James, and I brought up the fact that when you came back on a Suzuki, like you honestly seem to enjoy it again. You're like, cool, right on, hanging out, outdoors, I'm good, I'm happy. You know what I mean? And maybe James, will, I don't know if James is going to do it, but, you know, there was appreciation of being gone for so long, and I think, you, you know, you just you get that, and, and you have it now for the outdoors. You seem to uh, embrace it a little bit, you know? It's not easy, but you're making the best of yeah, it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think what Davey's done and, and what MX Sports has done, you know, like I think they've done a great job, and I think the fact that it's all changed to, 
to the one day we fly in on a Friday, you know, out of there on Sunday. And um, I just think all that makes it more enjoyable. Um, you know, there's always going to be things that from a rider's point of view that you're going to complain about. But I think uh, for the most part, um, I, I think I, I see it going in a real positive direction. And it, it's not really for me. It's not necessarily about, like, the TV or, or anything like that. I just think mm-hmm. it's enjoyable to be at the races. I think they do great jobs at the racetracks. Um, you know, John Ayers, you know, love him or hate him. I think he, he does a pretty damn good job, and I mm-hmm. think he listens to a lot of the riders, and, and that's something that we never really shared, and I think that that's something that we all butt heads and we don't have the same communications with Supercross, and I think that right. people are enjoying enjoying being at motocross yeah. more these days than they are Supercross. I think I'd agree with you on that. Uh, any new sponsors? Again, we didn't see the PR uh, yet, not, but... Yeah, yeah, nothing to uh, nothing to announce yet. Okay. Um, Working on something? Uh, yeah, working on it, and you know, like this, there's, there's so many things that are that are like you know on the line. It's just a matter of getting them over the line. Um, so, you know, hopefully something big comes, and uh, but nothing that I can announce at this time. Um, everything looks good and looks positive, but you know, it's one of those things. Until I've seen my, mm-hmm. you know, in my hand, and I'm signing the contract, and I, I don't believe any of it. You know, I, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're excited. Um, Belray uh, looks to be. Uh, you know, be back with us. The deal's right. not signed yet, but uh, looks looks positive and sounds like it's all going to go down and happen again. So, um, cool. and Sergio Avanto uh, worked at Fox Shocks for, for well, worked at Yamaha Factory, Yamaha Factory Cowie, worked at Fox Shocks for a while, worked for James last year. Uh, you've hired him away, I guess. Talk about how you did that, why you did it, and what he brings to the team. I think what Sergio brings to the team is is a guy that uh, understands. A lot of uh, you know a lot of the, the the strong points that that Honda as a company brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the things that I'm excited about. You know for us as a team growing um, within you know that that relationship. Um, it's pretty open ended in the fact that uh, um, you know that we're, we're two separate race teams, but we're going to be working as one. And I think that that that's good. You know I think two teams are always going to be stronger than one. And um, you know the fact that they got Brayton and and uh, and Kennard, uh, two great guys, mm-hmm. and then uh, myself and Shorty um, on factory bikes as well. Um, you know, so four yeah. factory bikes, those guys in the in the 450 class next year. I think that's huge, and I think it's good for you know for the information. And I think that uh, what Sergio brings to the table for me, and and even for them, is the fact that he can um, you know relate to a lot of the data that we take and and, mm-hmm. and put it into. Um, yeah. You know, work put it into a working process. You know, progress yeah. and 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 use. You know, basically the tools that you got, be able to actually use them. You know, a lot of people have these tools, and you know, none of them can read it, none of them can understand it. So, um, I feel like it's it's a strong it's a strong team for us. And um, you know, a lot of people are predicting and thinking that Goose is, you know, going to be my my mechanic, but he's not. Um, you know, Lars will continue to be my mechanic, and uh, Goose is. You know, kind of taking on the role of um, overlooking a lot of stuff and working on some chassis stuff and engine stuff, and um, you know, and then potentially if there is a second rider, we'll you know think about where we do you know do a goose that, when that happens. But uh, you know, overall, a team a team's a fun place to be. I think that they all enjoy their job, and um, that's that's the environment that you want to build and try to keep that consistent. Hey Chad, is uh, is Goose gonna be at the race shop every day? Cause it is, does he still live in, in like Idaho or something, or is, how how does that he work? Has a place in, yeah, he has a place out here in California, but he also has one in, in Idaho. But uh, 
No, not um, Goose won't be at the race shop, uh, you know, 24-7. Uh, um, you know, whenever he's needed in California, he'll be here. Um, and, and most certainly throughout the, the off-season and, and the first, what is it, six or seven, maybe eight um, West Coast races, he'll he'll obviously be out here in California. But after that, he'll, mm-hmm. you know, venture back to, uh, you know, venture back to Idaho. And, and that's what I think that, you know, for us is at Tutu Motorsports, that's what we bring to the table that a lot of the, you know, corporations can't offer their, you know, their guys is, you know, a little bit of freedom in the fact of, you know, the hours that they work and, you know, they're not, they're not re- you know, they're not requested to be in the race shop, you know, 24-7, seven, seven days a week kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, you know, Goose has always had his own deal and um, I respect that I, and I believe in it. You know, working with him in 2009, um, I saw that, you know, a guy that showed up to the racetrack, um, you know, happy to be there and happy to, you know, be working his ass off and, and not be, you know, sitting at the race shop building on production bikes or mm-hmm. sale bikes or, or, you know, a lot of the other crap that, uh, you know, these other mechanics have to do. And that's, yeah. um, that's my opinion, you know, like whether, you know, whether everybody believes that, but I just feel like my guys show up excited to be at the races because they haven't had to be at the race shop all week basically doing nothing. Sign me up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's take some calls. Uh, Jason, you there? Yes. Got a question for uh, the Chad Reed? Yes, sir, I do. Hey, Chad, congrats on your team again this year. Thanks, man. Hey, hey um, a while back on Twitter, um, I had tweeted back and forth with you a couple of times, and you had kind of proclaimed your disgust of Aaliyah. Can you tell me why and, you know, what's your reasoning towards that? Uh, I don't want to go too much into it, but my my opinion is based off of a, um, an autopsy that I saw on one of my best friends, and kind of that's really all I got to say. You know, like I just don't, I don't believe it's good. Um, I don't believe that what they claim is necessarily accurate. And yeah, that's just kind of my belief. And you know, as long as I believed in it, I wore it. And then the day that I thought otherwise, I quit wearing it. And I, you know, I think that that's my opinion. It's not necessarily something that everyone else should follow suit and, mm-hmm. and, or anything like that. But I think that a lot of things that they claim and um, are not necessarily, you know, uh, what I believe. I definitely even, uh, you know, and, you know, this goes back and forth, no doubt about it. But even a guy like Mitch Payton, who's in a wheelchair, has said, hey, we'd like to see independent data on that thing. I, I'm not sold on it. And this guy's in a chair. Now, I'm not bagging on Leon. I'm, I, I don't know. But it's like... Every other... My opinion, you know, like uh, the one of the things that I would touch on, I guess, a little bit, is you know, obviously, I've seen, like I said, an autopsy um, report, and I think, and I believe, and why I don't wear it, um, I think that we have a lot of deaths in the sport suddenly, um, and a lot of you know some some of the kids passing away. Um, I think with the layout, you know, that you can't naturally tuck your head, you know, like if you're going to get driven into the ground or or crash. Um, I mean, yeah, you want to protect your neck. I, I understand that. And I, you know, with having my own kids that may want to ride a motorcycle, for sure, I'd love to be able to protect your neck. But, I, you know, given the choice, I would take a broken neck over a major head injury. And I think that we're just seeing crazy amounts of head injuries lately. And it's consistent with what I saw on the autopsy. And that's my my feeling. I just think that you can't duck your head. You can't you can't get away from anything. You can't naturally do what the body is going to just go into, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen pictures like I have of just, you know, people in crazy positions 
and their neck that just folded up and they're totally fine. And I just think that that's why we're having a lot of death is because they have a lot of head injuries because of the braces. All right. Hey, Jason, thanks, man. Thanks, Carl. See you. Bye. Nothing is over. Um, Steve, you there? Yeah, what's good, dude? What's up, man? Thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Uh, you got a question for Chad Reed? Yeah, um, I was just curious, like, you know, Chad, you've been, like, riding racing since you were, like, probably, like, three years old or whatever. Like, can you, you still, like, can you still, like, go out and enjoy riding? Like, I don't know if you feel what I'm saying, because, like, you know what I'm dude, saying? Like, it. you probably, I, you I ride so a, much. I went through a stage where it was a job, and it was, I wouldn't say it was boring, but it was just blah, you know? Like, I felt like I was doing it because I could and because I somewhat had to because it was all I knew. Um, I feel like my two years away from outdoors and, um, you know, and, 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 and even having Tate, you know, as in, in Ellie, you know, I feel like they bring perspective to my life and bring, you know, kind of a new excitement for me. So I'm loving racing, racing motorcycles more than I ever raced, you know, ever loved it, actually. You know, I feel like that was, and running my own team, you know, not dealing with a lot of the political bullshit that you have to do on, on a lot of those teams. Yeah, um, for me that it's sprung a lot of excitement, and it just I think it's more pure for me. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy working with a team, and and riding a motorcycle is fun, is what it's ever been for me. You know, it was funny, uh, Steve, and I'll tell you a little story. When I was at Chad's house last year around Daytona, there was uh, he was built a Daytona track, and he's motoring and doing all that, and then he's got I don't think it's part of his outdoor track, but the big tabletop with all that grass on it. And for no reason, you just stopped and started hitting this lip, trying to build it in because you used to do it, I guess. And you were you got it, and you were sailing up there. And the whole time, I'm thinking this dude just doesn't even care that like he's you know almost leading the Supercross series right now. He just wants to jump this thing. And you weren't able to get it, you know, for three or four times because it was grassy and the rut wasn't good. And you were you could see you were like you know screw this, I am going to jump this thing again. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I just thought to myself, there's a guy that's enjoying himself. There's a guy that wants to be on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's just fun, you know. It's like I enjoy it. I see it differently, um, and you always get told that, you know, with age comes different feelings and different things. And um, I honestly didn't feel it until just recently. So, no, I, I love it. Cool. All right, Steve. Thanks, thanks for thanks. thanks for the perspective for sure. Maybe. The perspective reader. The perspective. The That's perspective. What it's about. <laughs> um, uh, hey, I wanted to get your take on this. We're gonna have a guy call in later. We we tweeted about it a little bit. What's going on with the Aussie Supercross series? Um, what I mean, I, without you know, with getting into as much as you want to get, what's gone wrong with that series a little bit? And it's not just since you left, because last year even they they drew some good guys, and Hanny went there, and hey, Brayton went there. This? Yeah, I mean last year. I mean, right. To be honest, the race that I did, there was fourteen thousand people there. Okay. Uh, after that, they they never got over six thousand people. Um, I think that. You know why? That was, you, you're not you know, a draw, you're what, not a draw what? no more, bud. You're not a draw. That's what they What's think. That? The promoter thinks. Yeah, that I you... mean, <laughs> he straight up told me he, you know, he didn't think that, you know, he didn't think that I was the one that was drawing the people to the, you know, to the crowds. And like I kind of tweeted a little bit, you know, back and forth with you the other day. I think the worst crowd that they ever had when I was there was like ten thousand people. You know, um, you know, this year I've heard it's been like literally like 2,000 people, if that, there. And and it sucks. It really does. You know, as much as, you know, through the good and the bad and and my own personal uh, feelings towards um, the promoter, um, you know, like I want to see it succeed, you know, like for for the sport, you know, for the sport, like I want to see it, you know, achieve what it can achieve. 
Um, I just I just don't believe that they have what it takes to uh, to do it without me um, being there. Um, but I think that more than that, um, they've, they've you know they made major budget cuts in all the wrong areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I don't want to go into it obviously too much. Yeah. The guy, you know, like I don't want to get myself into into a lawsuit with the guy, but yeah. um, it's just, yeah. I mean, my personal opinion is, is they're just they've made way too many cuts in the wrong areas, um, and that that you know plays dividends on on the crowd and the and the population. You know, they, you know, the, and like the fact that they're running a five race series. Um, you know, like they they've got three races in a row that are all within three hours of each other. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just the sport's not—it's not big enough to achieve, you know, ten, twelve, you know, fifteen thousand people at three consecutive races when they're all within three hours of each other. So I can't. It doesn't, uh, doesn't make a lot. Of, I know, can't verify. I can't verify this, but people in the chat room are saying that the tickets were super high priced as well. Which I've, I've always heard that they've been that. Like yeah. even right from the first year, I've heard right. that they've been extremely high. Um, and I think that. Um, you know, like, I mean, just the, like little things that, that I could throw out there. I mean, like when this whole thing come about, it was all about live television. I mean, it was a, you know, almost a million dollar television package mm-hmm. that they were paying for that they should never. I mean, it was a series that never had any TV coverage. I mean, you think, you know, you got to take a series that didn't have any live um, anything didn't have any TV package, and then they go straight away to live. That's costing them almost a million dollars to run a seven race series. I mean, that's just a it's a major budget, you know. And then the fact that you know they do that, and then uh, you know that mm-hmm. takes away from their their thing. And then like straight up, the guy told me he says I don't care about people coming in here. I just want the TV package good, and if we got a good TV package, the people will come. And mm-hmm. I didn't believe that that was true. Right. I believe that you got to have a good TV package. Didn't need to be live. Um, there's a reason why, in, even in the U.S., we don't have 17 races live mm-hmm. um, because even as big as the sport is and as badass as all the guys are here all over the world, it's still not big enough. I mean, our, our industry is not big enough to have live TV 17 races in a year, um, and that you know that's the cold hard truth of. You know, some of the things that they just, I think that they did wrong, and they've just kind of, now they've just made massive cuts, and that's my feeling yeah. on it all. Hey, uh, um, are you going to, obviously you're going to test a little bit of the Honda track with the guys, but are you planning on going up to San Bernardino and locking yourself away at Castillo Ranch and doing that program again? Let me, let me help you out. It's not what? San Bernardino, yeah, it's Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. Santa yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Sorry, it's San big Bernardino. Difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. There is a big difference. You're right. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I rent a, I rent a house. I, actually, I just rented a new house up in Santa Barbara. San Bernardino. Uh, three months, so I, I uh, <laughs> I'll move there on the on the fifth. Um, actually, when I get back from Italy, um, so yeah, like uh, I get the keys to that place on the fifteenth of November, and you know we're just you know straight into boot camp and getting after it and doing all the you know all the training and yeah, it seems um, pretty good for build you. Me a track. Yeah, Barnett's going to build me a track up there at Castillo's again and yeah, redo it. So yeah, it'd be cool. I think it's you know it's kind of nice to be close to SoCal if we need to come down here, but it's nice to get away from you know a lot of the craziness up there. Are you gonna come out to Vegas at all, like last year, Chad? I might. I mean, if the rain comes like last year, then well, it's coming, man. It always does. It always does. So you might have to put up with me. Last again. last two or three years, it's rained pretty good. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, well, this is like yeah, the good thing if, about it is like, and we, if the wind is, if a, if the U.S. Uh, 
you know, if the if the U.S. winter is anything like Australia's winter this year, I mean, we may be racing, you know, in the mud every weekend. I mean, it's just been unbelievably wet down there, and it's, you know, it seems like it's pretty consistent. Hey, did they race you know, everywhere? Did they race in the mud last weekend too? Have they had three mud races or what? What's that? Did they race in Australia in the mud this weekend too? Uh, no, I think it was a dry one this weekend. I heard it was actually complete opposite, and you had to sit in the stand with a pair of goggles and tear off them. It was that dusty. <laughs> what, what is going yeah. on with Chris Blose over there? It's not good, Watson. <laughs> so what are you asking me for? I know, I know. We were just talking about that before we hit hit the air. Watson's hard. What, what do you mean by that? Like, he's not doing that good? Yeah, he's not doing that good. I know we've had a couple of wet races, but uh, he's not doing that yeah, good. Yeah, but I think, you, you know, you gotta you got to give respect to those guys down there, too, yeah. knowing the fact that. I mean, they're they're you know it's their place. They're on their bikes. They're living in their houses. Um, people don't really respect that, and, and I think Americans don't really understand that. Like, it's it's not easy to come and live in another country and and change your whole way of you know doing things and learn and you know learn a whole new culture and you know respect it and, and understand mm-hmm. it and, and do all that. And you know that's something that you know like I, I've had to do it, and it's not easy. You know, like you don't see. Um, you know, a lot of people that are successful when they go overseas, whether it be Americans or, or, right. or Australians, you know, it's, it, it is really hard to go and live, you know, in somebody else's world and, and be, you know, rise to the occasion. And I think that, you know, that's probably it. I mean, I don't even know what bike Chris is riding down there, but I'm sure it's not as great as what he rides here. And, um, you yeah. know, just all those little things, you know, he's just not getting the tracks are not quite the same. So um, the advantage of, you know, him having right. American experience, doesn't necessarily mean anything down there, and um, you know, Jay Marmont, he's a bad dude. I mean, he's a he's a guy that you know he was a top five guy when he was here in the lights bike. Maybe not consistently, but he could yeah. he could get it done. You know, and I think that with respect to him, if he came back and you know was on a good four fifty and and whatever, I think he could be a top ten guy over here. So you know, you got to respect that those guys are pretty good guys. It's kind of like on a smaller scale, like when the dudes go to Canada to race the Canadian Nationals, quit and, it, and they get worked. No, you quit just it. You just, you just had to get Canada <laughs> in there. Dude. He always yeah. does, dude. I'm just saying they go up there. They're like, hey, I'm a top ten guy in America. <laughs> oh, forget it. All right, quit it. it. Quit Whatever. it. Quit screw it. Bo- screw both of you guys. Dude, we go to Toronto and it's like racing on the moon. I know, but what I'm saying is the Canadian racers are all, it's their tracks, their bikes, they're yeah, at home. Now your Canadian fans are going to hate on me. <sighs> yeah, I yeah, like exactly. No, I know, exactly. I'm just the, uh, well, thank God Vancouver's gone. That race kind of did blow. Um, yeah, yeah. They did a good job with that one. Well, hey, man, thanks. Uh, thanks hey, for coming. Hey, you know what? what? What's up? Um, I keep getting Twitter, people blowing me up on my Twitter about uh, Stu said he, on, your, on a podcast or something that he's going to take me out. Oh, JS? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, uh, uh, I haven't. Obviously, I haven't listened, but I've seen it, and uh, I was wondering in what content. He said, <laughs> he said uh, "You got one coming, Chad." He goes, "You got one coming." Uh, um, yeah. Is, he, it, is that it? Are we? Are we shit talking in? No, no, no. Listen, listen. No, he wasn't shit. I'll say this. I'll say, hey, what's up with you and Reedy? Like, I know you guys were talking. Uh, maybe going over there. He said, "Yeah, yeah." You know, we're, we're we were talking, and and he goes, "I'm." My situation with Chad Reed is that I'm on guard with Chad Reed because he goes right before Atlanta, you know, with the whole Brooks thing, he was high-fiving me, telling me what an awesome job I did with that and how he's pumped with me. <laughs> and then he, the dude takes me out 
four hours later. He goes, so I don't know where I stand with Chad Reed. I'm on guard. <laughs> I think they're pretty much even, though. I mean, even though he didn't do it on purpose, right. he, he cleaned Chad's clock in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that wasn't – I don't think he did that on purpose. but No, uh, of course not. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. think it – but he was definitely going for it. Yeah, he sent you over, no doubt. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so anyways. Um, would have been nice towards the end of the championship for sure. So then he said, uh, he said, I owe him one, and at some point in my career I owe him one, where I'm down one to him. So that was all. He wasn't, he wasn't being a dick about it. It was, it was actually kind of funny because he just was like, dude, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dude was high-fiving me. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, it's, it's the main event and it's the last lap. So, you know. You, uh, yeah. No, I just heard it. Right. Everyone being blown it up. You, yeah, you know, how people, uh, you, you know how people. Are. I'm sure that it was in in different contents. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that kind of like you, kind of, up. kind of like you on Twitter saying, "I'm headed to the Suzuki shop to return my Suzuki." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, well, I never said I was returning a Suzuki. The fact that those people are like the guys, like my dad, and I had my Vodafone black there, and I was taking it, like I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's, let's, I did. I did take a bike there and leave a bike there. It may not have been a Suzuki though. <laughs> are, are, are you surprised, uh, as I was, that James did sign up to ride a Yamaha again? Um, with with all the discussions that I had with James um, and everything that 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 I knew, um, I I am really, really, really surprised. Um, you know, yeah, like, me you don't too. Want to predict things or anything like that, and you know, like I, I obviously wish him best, but you know. If you want to ask me, do I want to <laughs> what James Stewart? Do I want to race <laughs> the one on a Gibbs bike or the one on a factory Suzuki? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm quite happy with where he went. Um, yeah, uh, I'm surprised. What about let's get your take on Michael Lessey and going doing Motor Concept Suzuki, um, all that, all that. Um, I mean, I think it's, that's a cool deal for him. You know, like I, I really don't know anything about it to comment, but the fact that. You know, I know. I obviously know he's trying to do his own thing, and he's mm-hmm. doing with you know motor concepts and um, and everything like that. It's uh, you know, like I, I feel like you know, it's, it's a hard program to do. It's not it's not easy. You got to have good people. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have the right people. Um, you know, it sounds like uh, you know that that's what they're going to have to do. Kind of start over again. You know, DV left. Right. Um, I think that, you know. I think DV. Um, you know, bring some good things to the table, and you know he's not going to be there. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how how um, that thing works with, with those guys. Last question. Uh, I wrote this story on on uh, Alex Gobert's website about you at Bercy. The first time I ever saw you um, when you took out MC in that turn, uh, and how it was you know kind of a big shock. And then I, I wrote the story, and I remember vividly MC getting up and walking the distance of the pits to go talk to you. Do you remember that? Um, well, not only, yeah, not only did he walk the distance, man, because he got all those bicycle rack things, you know, yeah. that's the dividing all the, you know, at Bursa, they all split up everyone's pit area by Suzuki's, you know, Honda's, yeah. Cal- you know, whatever. And, like, he was, like, literally at, you know, I was at Cowie, and he was at Yamaha, and he, like, didn't walk around. He, like, stepped over and climbed over every one of them, you know, and it was, like, yeah. this big, like, yeah. long, drawn-out slow-mo, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, here's my, well, my guy that I, like, totally idolize and look up to, and mm-hmm. he's coming to, like, literally go and punch me. What, and, <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, so I, I lost a lot of respect for him that night, actually, to be honest with you, the mm-hmm. fact that, like, just how he acted and, you know, some of the things that he said and, and all that, but, um, you know, for, from a little kid that, like, I, I mean, I literally was just looking at him in awe, Mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, like there was no part of me that wanted to drop the guy and put him on the ground. I was just trying to race and trying to make a pass. Um, you know, uh, I guess the reason why I was behind him for so damn long, and it was I think it was the last lap actually, mm-hmm. um, was because I respected him so much and idolized right. him so much that, you know, I was being so nice to him, and he was quite slow that particular weekend. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it was kind of a bummer. I mean, I don't know. He never... Okay. He never, uh, he never won a race again after that. Never actually was really ever a podium guy. Never the Jeremy McGrath that you know we all what? know after that. You're right event. because yeah, yeah, that was his last ride on Yamaha. You uh-huh. went to KTM after maybe that. I, maybe I took his mojo away from him. Um, I remember it. It's funny. I wrote the story and then I got emails and tweets and and what did he say? And I'm like, I don't remember. I just remember it was like, holy shit, McGrath's gonna go talk to this Australian kid. You know what I mean? Like it, we're gonna yeah. see this uh, something go down here and. I, I always thought I never did ask you years and years and years. I worked with you at Yamaha, and I never yeah, asked you. Yeah, he just <laughs> kind of was just—he just kind of was like, "Dude, what, what what are you trying to do?" Like you know, like kind right. of thing, and you know, just now. But then it was funny, you know, because like obviously at that point, my I had already signed my deal with Yamaha Troy. Right. Um, so I was more worried because like you know, obviously he was a Yamaha guy. Yeah. I was, you know, a week later I was going to be at the test track, and it was all weird, and you know, <laughs> like I just felt so intimidated by him and. And, you know, I was already intimidated by him for who he was and, and who right. I, you know, looked up to and then now and all that. But, you know, within a few days, he was pretty cool. And um, I talk about it in my book quite a bit, actually, about, you know, like I think it was like a week later or something, there was like a section at the test track where, um, you know, where like I couldn't quite make it on my 250F. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he, got, he, got, he actually got the shovel out and, um, you know, kind of put a little bit of a lip on one side of the jump, and that was kind of like the ice break, and we were, you know, we're being cool ever since. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool story. Um, right on, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Always, always a good guest. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Always thanks a good time. Thanks for having us on, and, and uh, yeah. Kenny was pretty quiet tonight. What's up, Kenny? He's uh, been quiet all show. Hey, you know what, Chad? I got nothing to say about it. He's been quiet all I'm show. Just listening. I'm just listening to you. He's been yawning. Listen. He's been yawning since he came in. Like, he's not down with it. I no, don't know what I got, I got a bunch of shit going on, but I, I was just, you know. Problems with Hanny? I, I spoke I spoke my piece with you the other day through <laughs> a text, and that, that we talked, and that's all we need to say. Oh, did you guys fight? Or Who, me and Chad? Yeah, were you guys fighting? Hell no. I'm just wondering. Okay. Are you no. Hell no, right. no, no, no. Okay. It's like we were talking about yeah. on the hippie okay. and the hick. People have their personal lives, and, you know, that's right. that's what they are. And yeah. people don't need to yeah. dig into my fucking business. Well, you just, you're, uh, Kenny, you're just not into it tonight. I, I, I'm into it. Dude, I got to listen to Reed talk about McGrath. That's awesome. Okay. All right. But Reed had nothing to worry about when Jeremy McGrath was around because Reed had a guy in his corner. He had the Mexican jumping bean behind him. That's when they were tight. <laughs> oh, the Mexican jumping bean. Yeah. Uh, right on. How's your, guys, how's your stuff going anyway, Watson? I heard you guys don't have new bikes yet. <laughs> <laughs> we, got our, we got our bikes last week. We're all good. Uh, I, I heard your, your star rider doesn't have a new bike. Doesn't mm. have a 12. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I didn't say nothing. I heard the same thing. Though. This is why yeah. I didn't say nothing, because I didn't want to hear this mumbo-jumbo from Chad Reed. What's well, up? What's I mean, up? hey, he's just curious. He's a fan like all of us. Hey, you know what's something we have that you don't have? Money. Title sponsor. No. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to have a lot of. We're good. Hey, you know what? We're, you know what? You're probably going to have a lot of that we're not going to have a lot of. Is some podiums yeah. and some wins, but you do your thing. Yeah. We're pumped. We back you. Nah, totally. 
You're good, dude. That's an interesting team, Watson's team. Like, he's got Hanny and Hill, which could go either way. Like, they could go – both guys could come out swinging and really put in some good results. Or I think, you know, Josh is still going to have injury problems and still going to have issues with missing a year. And Hanny's going to do what Hanny may do. And it could end up being a disaster. I'm interested in seeing – Tedesco's steady. I mean, he's solid. But Kenny's team could go either way, Reedy. Do you agree? I think uh, I think Hill's going to be good. Yeah. You know, like I, I, you know, I think, <laughs> you know, being not only taking two years off, but mm-hmm. being forced off. Um, right. And then, you know, having to do so much rehabilitation and, and do, go through all that, I think he has a – Be hungry. Yeah. I think he has – well, not even that. I just think he has a, a much different perspective on life, and um, and I think that that will be valued to him. I think that, uh, right. you know, I, I think he's a good kid. And, I mean, you know, look at the last time he was out there and, you know, in basically, uh-huh. you know, what, 08 when I was there being, you know, when I was champion, won some races, um, 09. What happened to him in 09? I don't remember. I think he kind of had back problems. He wasn't very – you know, like um, 09 and 10, he kind of just really struggled. Um, you know, I think he kind of – you know, had some struggles, and I could respect those struggles from the team that he was on. Um, so, yeah, I think that he'll be. I think he'll be good as long as he's healthy and 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 uh, you know fit. I think he'll. I think he'll surprise some people, and he'll be back up to speed. Yeah, one thing about Hill, um, I, he's got some serious talent. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. watch him ride a bike. And I love his style. Yeah, Dude, I remember watching him. In, I think it was O two, end of O two, when he was getting ready. He was on a. He was on a YZ85. Yeah. Uh, getting ready. And he, he was riding at the test track. Remember when we were all yep. like, getting ready for it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, and he jumped the, the triple. You know, we were like, for, we were like, there's no was, way yeah, this like, dude. It was like a step on, step off, and it went into a triple, and it was, it was gnarly. I, I never forget it. I think, uh, you know, like a lot of people talk about Cincerello and, and, and how talented he is, and, and obviously he is very much so. Um, I've watched him on a supercross track and a motocross track, but, um, mm. you know, I mean, when you compare, like, a, it's it's no different than what I've seen in Josh Hill. I actually think that Josh uh, had a lot less flaws than, than what I've seen Adam. So, mm-hmm. um, Interesting. He's very, very talented, for sure. Yeah. And you know, know what Hill tells me? He says, at his house, as we speak, he has a picture of you, Villapoto, Dungey, Kennard, and Villapoto tape you said two. Villapoto already. Okay, the, who are the top five? Dungey, yeah, Villapoto. All, all, all you Stewart. guys. You missed Stewart. Okay. Yeah, and I think that, uh, and I really think that, you know, in my my honest opinion is, is that I think that Josh can be, you know, a part of that that five, you know, that top five. I think that, uh, you know, if, if you guys are getting, you know, the, the good stuff from Mitch and, mm-hmm. and and everything like that, and and, and he's up. And, and and in good shape and not you know fighting any niggling injuries. Mm-hmm. I really feel that Josh can can contend. You know, I don't know if he could do it week in and week out. You know, right. I think that that's always hard to ask from anyone. But I think yeah. he'll be. I think he'll surprise. And I yeah. and I really hope he does. I like I like the kid a lot. Yeah, yeah you g- you gambled Watson your team uh, by signing him to a two year deal. You know, and you paid him, and and it was a gamble, and it could work out. It could be the deal of a century. Well, I know Button's hoping yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it could be that he's your top guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so weird. He's, is he in the new trans world? Is that where he's in, or the Racer X? I have no idea. There's know. a photo, 75 on a cow, and for reals, I was like, who is that? Like, it took me, just took me, like, two seconds before I'm, oh, Hill. Like, he's on shift gear, and, you know, it's good. It's good. You forget about him. People Dude, forget about love, Josh hey, I love watching that, that you're, most of your guys are, rep, you know, rocking my two gear. That's sick. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you a little story about Hill. Hill got his first set of gear, and he's like, 
Dude, Chad Reed's one of my favorite guys. He has the sickest style. I back him. But, dude, that's the guy I want to beat. I'm not going to wear his gear. I'm like, dude, you're going to the practice track. He goes, right. it's his first day back on the bike. He goes, I have some old Fox gear. I'll rip the salmon well patches off it and just wear it. I'm like, dude, just wear it. He's like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. He goes, I like Chad, but I just can't do it. I'm trying to get myself psyched up. I'm wow. like, do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever works, bud. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's but a heart ain't afraid to wear it, though. No, nah, heart runs it. I yeah. saw a picture of uh, Partridge somewhere, and he had it on, too. Yeah, these guys. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no problem, man. All right. Thanks. Take, take care, Chad. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank Later. you. See you. Later. Did that guy, Tits, want to talk to Chad Reed? Yeah, he just wanted to compliment him, but obviously he just barely missed it. Hey, yeah. Can you do an Australian accent, Kenny? No. I think he can hear you. Oh, yeah, he can, Kenny. G'day, matey. <laughs> Who is this? That's Jarrett. G'day, matey. No. <laughs> Dude, sorry. There. We just hung up with him. But whatever you want to say about Chad Reed, the floor is yours right now. Hey, or you, or you can Twitter him. Yeah. <laughs> right on. No, I just wanted to call in and say I appreciate everything he's, uh, he's been doing. He's uh, created a great team and awesome to watch. Um, not too much. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Enjoy buddy. the evening, guys. Thanks. See ya. Uh, Paul Bomek Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We're going to – what are we going to do? I don't know, but we're losing everyone in the chat room because Chad Reed's gone. <laughs> um, uh, we've got a commercial. We've got the – No, we're doing the other thing. Let's do the other thing. Do it. Do it. Uh-oh. Do it. You what's, know, what's the other you know thing? what I'm talking about. Do if it. If it's anything to bash me, I am no! out. No! Oh, wait a minute. That's, that's what I wanted. Okay. No. On that hippie in the hick show, Kenny, you ruin a dude in the industry. And I think it's, I think it's Dano. I will not, never give up the word. I'll never give up the name. Who but I'm there's talking. somebody you just ruin. I did ruin someone. Yeah. Ruin. Ruined. 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 Um. Who was it? It's I'm Dano. not going to say it. If I, wanted, if I wanted to say the name, right. I would say it. It's Dano. I'm know. not saying it is or it's not. I know. I know. I'm not saying it is or it's not. Does, does he give the name on no, the no, show? No, no, no. Oh, he says okay. he's not going to give the name. I'm up, not going to give the name. It's pretty obvious. Uh, okay, tweet at tits. Uh, this Why do is you say thing. it's obvious? You don't know. I don't know. No. You don't know. Exactly. No. So don't throw that guy's name out there. I don't need no enemies. That's no, not Dan or that. Uh, even though I really don't care if the guy's my enemy or not, but <laughs> I'm just saying I don't need – if I wanted people I, – I used that for an example about how people, you know, treat people in the industry. That's what it was about. Paul Lindsay? No, not Paul. I know. I'm kidding. And you know what, though? The thing is, like, I, I bash a lot of people. Like, I don't, I don't say anybody's names, but it, yeah. there's a lot of really good people in this industry, too. There is. But I would say the that shady ones – the sound of an ice-cold Red Bull being cracked open. The, the shady ones outweigh the good ones, the, the, and that's like that in anything. It's like any industry. That's you, what you, you and you and what's his nuts were talking about that on the show. Do you not think that? Um, I know you're. What does Mahoney say, do for a living? I don't even know. He's a professional. He's a. Professional. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like he's a. Prof- I know what you're saying yeah. like the guy that like some guy that goes to an office and tits. Tits works in an office every day. I guarantee you, in Tits's office, there's people he has to deal with that are like he thinks are douchebags, but he has oh, to yeah. like. Exactly. That's what I right. understand that. Every walk every, of every, life. Right. Every, but how many people in your office come up to you and say, hey, bro, blah, 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 let's go to dinner. Let's go have your – let's go 
not that many people. You deal with them and you go, that guy's an idiot. But they're not throwing it out there like they're your friend. They want to go hang out with you. It's true. None of them do. Exactly. They know better. In this industry, people think because you are in the same industry, you ha- you work and you do the same thing. Like if they're a sponsor or whatever they do in the industry, let's say they're a, it's a graphics company and they work for a different gra- graphics company that you run. They think just because you're in the same doing the same thing every week, you see a guy on an airplane and you talk to him for ten minutes. They think that they're your buddy now. They think that like they're going to go to dinner with you. I don't want to go to dinner with you. I don't want to hang out with you. Not me, like not you, but right, the people yeah. in general. <laughs> and that's the way it is. We're going to go to dinner. I'm but. not. I'm not that guy. Like just because yeah, I talk to you, I'm like, funny. hey, take it easy. Doesn't mean that you got right. to pretend to be my friend. You're going to go behind my back and say I I'm a douchebag. I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but that happens everywhere. You know, I, I agree. I, yeah, like I, I, that's just life. I, I agree. That's just but life. you don't. You, you don't deal with people. On a, on a business level that try to bro down with you and be your bro. I deal with people that want to get their side of the story and bro me down. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to bro Mathis down, and then this way he'll write this or that. and You know what I mean? And I, I have to be, you know, I have to be a little careful, can't you? Yeah, I'm not – and the thing is I'm not bashing the industry. This is what I do. I'm not – I'm not a – I know. I don't throw, it did, I don't it throw did come match. across like you and Jerkoff were bashing the industry a little bit. No, I and I will say you are one of the, the, the real guys in the industry. You really I'm not, are. I'm not trying to bash the industry. I'm just right. saying there's people that don't keep it real. you got to stand behind for what you are and what you believe in and don't play both sides of the fence. If you're going to be a dickhead, be a dickhead. If you're going to be a nice guy and be cool to everyone, and, and then be that guy. Just don't pretend to be someone you're not, and that's all I'm trying to get at. The more you know. The yeah. more you know. That's it. And the bottom line is... Is that a radio show, The Bottom Line Show? That was my internet show I did for two years. Oh, that's Thank it. you. Well, Thank what you. was that? Internet. Oh, that was that stupid thing where you'd like eat ice cream and sit on like a blow-up raft and ride, fly down hills <laughs> or sit on those things at the park. You so. call it stupid. Some people call it art. <laughs> this is art. Hey, at least he watched it. I did Kenny watch it. Put, Kenny does a lot of shit that he acts stupid, but he's not. He does a lot. He knows uh-huh. a lot of shit that people go, oh, stupid Watson, but trust me, there's... There's it's, something in there. Hey, it's all for the let's show. Let's do the btosports.com tweet it tits segment. Tits, hey, what do you got? Let's say we did and don't. We got some questions. Come on, we got to do this. And we're going to have Chuck Kyle Chisholm on next. All right. Um, let's get to Kyle Chisholm. He's way more exciting than Tits <laughs> Twitted. Twitted. Hey, you watch your mouth, all right? Oh, sorry, sir. Thank you. Can you hear that coughing? I, I'm, ever since I got from Versi, I Oh, like wait, wait. I so got, you, got from, you, got, you need a nicotine patch, bro. Dude, I swear to God. I dude, was, what oh. are you going to learn, dude? Every time you go to Europe, you come back with no, a cough. No, I was not sick when I got back masks. from the Nations. I was not sick when I got back from the donations. I was sick when you got back from your from the donations. Just being around, it, it came to me all. Dude, the... three trips to Europe this year for me. Oh man, you're so pumped. I wish I was you. Not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and guess who's gonna make platinum status on Connetto? Oh sweet! That when you can fly to Houston when you got to go to Salt Lake. Whatever, bro. At least I'm first class. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, I fly tits. first class anyways. I just buy the ticket. I, okay. Chicken Corns wants to know what the status is of the Droid app. Oh my God, this guy! Well, definitely now that Swisscore got the uh, Droid stolen out of his car, uh-huh. uh, it's looking worse. Um, we're waiting on an operating system update from the Droid people. Apparently, there's <laughs> never mind. We're just waiting for an update on the from the Droid people, uh, and yeah. hopefully soon we will have that. Um, it seems to me like God just doesn't want. There yeah. to be a droid pulling X out. I got an iPhone, bro. I know. I got an iPhone. It looks good. I got rid of that BlackBerry and got an iPhone. So mm-hmm. I'm and I got a MacBook. You're, and I got an iPad. Set. You're all set. And I got an iPod. 
Dude, mm-hmm. no one cares what you have. Let's get the let's get right, this next lame question. segment okay. over with. Um, CL Mosier wants to know if <laughs> who's that? <laughs> if San Manuel is sponsoring another team this year? Question mark. I think they're doing with Brooks deal, but I'm. I mean, if it's November seventh and Brooks hasn't come out with an official press release or anything, well, it's November. So, it's November seventh, and we haven't either. Good one. Good one. You never know. No, Maybe Brooks right. is stacking his chips. I hope I so. I know everything. You're right. Okay. Hey, let me give this right. guy a heads up in Woo. this chat hey, room hey, real quick. Hey, it's my, my segment time. Hey, it's segment. you work for me. Shut your cake hole. <laughs> okay? Just just do what you're told to, okay? East Coast, 880. Listen, you can mute sorry, Watson thanks. very, very easy. I say this once. I'll say it twice. Shut your computer off and go hang yourself because if you don't want to listen to this beautiful voice, Kick rocks. Beat it, dork. Go ahead, Tits. Hang yourself. There you go. The floor is yours. Thank you. All right. MXNut23 asks, do you think that with the current talent in the 450 class that Stewart will be able to pass McGrath on the all-time win list? No. He's uh, – I know he said it's – He has to get 10 wins. 30, 36 back, three-year deal. Mm. 36 back? Did he, did no, 34 to, back. So Three-year deal. He has to win what? Does he have to win? Just over 10 races a year. I don't think that's going to happen. He says he's out after three years. Like, this is it. So, um, I don't think it's going to happen. No. I don't think it's going to happen, Tits. That's a lot of winning and racing. Yeah, it is. All right. Um, hey, you know what? On, on saying that, I think Chad nailed it on the head when he said he wouldn't want James to ride anything but a Yamaha because he knows – that if things don't work out at JGR and it starts snowballing like it has in the past with the bike and maybe, you know, for James, I hope he does get it figured out. But I, I, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens, you know. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I, I think that James has an uphill battle with that. I don't think he's going to dominate. I think MC got caught in that, that period where there was that gap of riders. People were on their way out. There was T- no one Timmy coming hadn't up. come in yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was no one really putting pressure on Jeremy, and Jeremy was just so outclassed everybody, you know. And yeah. you know he had so well, much confidence. Well, he had uh, MC had a different technique than other dudes. You know what I mean? There, yeah, he was the one that like, brought the style that you see there's, today. There's nothing that those guys with videos and it, like, there's nobody. They're all scrubbing gnarly. They're all attacking. You know what I mean? MC was downsiding stuff. Well, uh, he come. He, you know, he he wrote a lot of BMX of the day. Right. Right. He's calling me back. Remember I told him I called you earlier? I called him earlier. He's calling me back. Larry, oh, really? Larry Brooks is calling me, but we're on the air. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, what's next, Tits? All right. Um, MCYR269 asks, why was Mrs. Chiz hating on you and your bear claws in that video they did on Transworld? I don't know. I didn't see the video. Neither I don't know. I, I, the, 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 the chick just wants to constantly hit on me. And so she's probably jealous. A lot of sexual tension between yes, the two. Yes, thank of you. you. Yes. Okay. You know what was funny was they had they had a live race feed mm-hmm. on Saturday Sunday, yep. and I actually did the commentary. I heard you did really good. Um, yeah, I was pretty much a superstar. But um, <laughs> they went to a, the pits interview. But when I wasn't on the TV show, they went into the pits, and they were talking to Kyle, and I was like this behind Kyle, like just like this, and I was getting texts from my brother, like we can see you on TV, and I was like. My eyes were wide, and I was going back and forth like I was a zombie, you know. And then I got, and then I got uh, Brittany Chisholm to kiss me on the cheek, thinking that my wife was going to watch. 
but they, they saw me doing it in the background, so they went in tight to Kyle's face, so they didn't see her kissing me ah. on the cheek, which almost was a tongue kiss, but it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, it would have been really funny to have Chis- Brittany, uh, Brittany Chisholm kiss me, but we, we, she did kiss me. Mm-hmm. Just nobody saw it. So. Without proof, I don't believe it. But, all right, Tits, what okay. else you got? All right, PB and J19 asks if there are any conflicts between Stuart being a Red Bull athlete and JGR being sponsored by FMF. Uh, I don't know. Good question. I don't think so because that's James's personal sponsor. You know what I mean? Is he going to have to thank FMF on the podium? Um, I know I, you I, probably I, don't know that, but what, what, would – Yeah, what do I look like, Tits? That, Jeremy Albrecht? Yeah. Would doing that create a problem? No, I don't think so. I think if he said, uh, you know, FMF Energy, he's saying FMF right. Exhaust. Right, right. Okay. And, and I, I never agreed with, uh, you know, MX Sports. Uh, they, they got in a fight with FMF over the banners on the track because they came out with an energy drink and Rockstar or Monster. They Rockstar. did the same thing at Mammoth. I don't like that, dude. Like, they're they're exhaust company. They doesn't say FMF Energy Drink. They've been supporting the sport since freaking who knows when. And I, I wasn't I pumped on that. They did either. that at Mammoth, too. And I, I really didn't agree with that because, you know, I think FMF has given back to the sport more than probably anybody in the industry, you yeah. know, for, for yeah. as long as time as they did. And I think, you know, you could love them or hate them or whatever, but you know what? If they're a sponsor and it says FMF, you know, exhaust systems, hey, have at it. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Clarky983 asks, what is wrong with Eric Sorby? Uh, what, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. Did you see him in France? Yeah, yeah he was there. What What did he do? Nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he did everything. I and mean, he's sorry, dude. He's I, I was I was stoked. <laughs> he's sorry. He called me the day he, yeah. before he left. He's like, just want to say goodbye, and you know. Is he not coming back? I know uh, he's out with James, but like. Uh, no, he's done. He's moved back home. Oh really? Yeah, he's oh, done. Wow. I talked to him there. He never. He mentioned said it. he said he's moving back in with in with his family, and he has some some. Kids, he's gonna train over there, and he just said, you know, he just wanted to say goodbye, and wow. you know, gave me all his information, and I thought that was pretty cool. I never like half the yeah, people cool. I didn't even know he was taking off, but uh, hey, Tits, who's on one? Oh, uh, O'Rourke. Oh, uh, no one. Ah. Yo, you didn't put his name on the thing because he's O'Rourke, and you're mad at him, <laughs> and you're <laughs> fighting with him. Oh my gosh, am I that transparent? I can't believe you could tell. We gotta get to Chisholm. And now we got to go to commercial, but I do want to get O'Rourke's re- report on the on Blos and the Australian Supercross series. O'Rourke, what's up? Hey guys, how are you? Hey, good. Thanks for calling. Hey, do you have like? Can you call in like half an hour? Yeah, sure. No with, problems. Without work, because I do want to talk to you about the Australian Supercross series. But we are we got to get Chisholm on, and we got to do a commercial. So I'll call you back in thirty. And I hope that Tits picks up. God, I hope he picks up <laughs> when you call in. So fingers crossed, man. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Only buddy. If you're lucky. All right. See ya. Uh, all right, that's the work. He's going to call in and give us a little report on the Australian Supercross round. For now, though, uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation with the rape code, Tech One Designs, Graphics, check them out, Fly Racing, Kicker, Free Gun Underwear, Tits, we got to give some free guns away. Uh-huh. Three pairs. Next three people to call in will get free, free guns, free gun underwear. Call in while we're even on commercial. Tits will get all your info. We'll hook it up. Thank you for listening. See you in eight minutes. The MTX and the new... You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Presented to you by BTOsports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening.
please support our sponsors and we'll be right back whatever you need for your bike or body btosports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands bto has you covered with the best selection best service and best prices around Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathesize discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davy Millsaps and 2008 MX1 World Champ David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. 
the result of design, experience, and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing helmets, racewear, and protective products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hi, this is Michael Lessie, factory Red Bull KTM rider. I depend on Free Gun to keep my junk clean, and so should you. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Lessie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com.
Yeah, welcome back. And we're back. Popo Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you. 5150 with Sammy Agar. Why can't this be love? Had none other than Kenny Watson calling me the other day with this very same song. Save it. Save it. Blasting in the background. Kenny, was it not? It was. And this guy's like, dude, is that a disc? You got the disc, bro? I'm like, no, dude. It's just the radio. Calm it's down. Just, it's just on the radio, dude. It's all, you know. Yeah. So then I put, like, uh, Celine Dion right after that. Dude. Nothing better than Sammy Hagar, 1986, debuting with Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Eddie Van Halen, Sammy Hagar coming together to form one cosmic universe of music excellence. Tits? Yes. Pay attention. <laughs> we got our next guest? Yeah, he's on. All right. Uh, next guest, uh, privateer hero, Kyle Chisholm. Chisholm, what's up? Not much. Watching some Monday Night Football. Yeah. And listening to you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, we got the king on right now, dude. We got the new king on. King of Bercy. You guys bow before you talk to me? You got to do uh, that for a whole year, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, um, uh, good good ride over there, man. Like, we were talking about it earlier. Like, you were just steady. Like, you just, you were up you, every race. Like, you may not have won those elimination races or won the fast lap, but it was like you were always there. You know what I mean? It was like. Yeah. Yeah, you were just uh, it, dialed it was, in. It was good. I mean, I couldn't have done it without my vision, obviously. But Thank you. Thank you. that. Um, no, I just, you know, like you, I think you asked me after the race, like, how much it benefited me going the year before. And, like, I mean, it did. Obviously, like, I think just the way it did was, like, we have so many races. Like, I know you've already wrote about it enough this week and all that stuff, or last week, whatever. Um, like, we do a lot of races. Like, we have a couple practices during the day, you know, time practices that – you know, count for stuff, you know, yeah. at this point, I don't even remember what they counted for because there's so much <laughs> stuff, but, you know, we had a couple of time practices, then we have like a heat race, and then you do like the Super Bowl one lap thing, then there's the elimination thing, which if you make it to each one, that's three races in itself, and then the main event, and we do that every night for three nights, so it's, you know, it's right. a lot of racing, and the main event is all that actually counts at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, obviously it's cool to win all the other races, but... I think from my standpoint, I kind of knew what was important and what wasn't, and some stuff counted for gate picks, some stuff didn't, and, yeah. you know, I feel like I just, you know, maybe was the smartest one of everybody and tried to just, you know, when it counted to, uh, you know, I tried every time to go win, yeah. obviously, but, right. you know, didn't uh, didn't go out of my way to freaking wad myself up to get one better gate pick, you know, well, in the elimination race or something stupid, I, you know. I don't think and, I'm, uh, uh, I don't think I'm crazy, but I, I believe two years ago, everything yeah. counted towards King of Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what DV told me because right. it was cool with having him having him over there with me this year, um, just to help me. You know, even though he's you know not really doing anything right now, he was just you know coming over, and it was cool that he got to help me. And uh, he was he told me that last year that like when he raced it, and I think like the year before, everything counted like the the all the elimination races, the right. you know the Super Bowl thing and the main event. Yeah, and I mean that would be cool too if to you know if they did it like that, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't, and, you know, I did, did what I had to do, and it would have it been nice to get another win. You know, the first night, everyone was kind of obviously uncomfortable. I was riding a, a brand-new just stock bike. The freaking the thing was still, like, you know, a new bike when the right. engine's tight and everything's tight. Like, it was still obviously, like, we we got to go out in the parking lot and put a couple of heat cycles on it for, like, five minutes, and, you know, that was the extent of what we got to do. Right. And uh, so the first night, I mean, I wish I, I had – not the greatest start, and I got up to second, and, you know, I was catching, catching up to Eli, got within a couple seconds of him, and, you know, it's it's a 15-lap race, and lap times are, you know, 40 seconds, mm-hmm. so it's not the longest race, and uh, you just kind of 
kind of ran out of time, and, and he rode a good race. You know, I you know, just couldn't catch him in time. And uh, second night, you know, I got a good start and did what I had to do and got the win. And the last night, again, I knew what I had to do to win it, which was just beat Eli. And we had the whole gate malfunction in the elimination race, so both of us had crappy gate, gate picks. Gate malfunction? And gate malfunction? Yeah, uh, if that's what you want to call it. You know, Leslie running into the gate. and <laughs> It just happened to hold up. You know, me and Eli were tied going into that last night, and I think Nick Way was third, you know, a few points back. Mm-hmm. And it held – we were all three right there, and it held when he hit the gate. Somehow he must have backed up and, like, still got, like, a whole shot or something. He still got a good start. Yeah. And both of the inside gates – didn't fall. So all all of your top three guys going into that last night, it, which it was just the elimination thing, but that's for gate pick for the main. None of us got a freaking. We were all stuck in the gate, you know, dead last. So none of us transferred. We had like sixth and seventh gate pick, and you know, mm-hmm. Eli went for the middle. You know, went for the start from there. You know, I was kind of hoping that's what he was going to do because I knew even if you're on the second row inside, yeah. you could you could get around the inside pretty good. And yeah. even on the outside where he was, <laughs> if he got to the corner first, he had to be going so fast into it that. 99% of the time, he wasn't going to be coming out ahead anyways because he had to go so fast into it. He was just going to push wide. So I was pumped when he went out there, you know, not going to lie. And uh, Yeah, so he, know, did, did, he pick, did he pick first before you and he went out there, or did you? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we, that... They took, like, the top four or whatever right. it was out of the last elimination thing, and I think with us both getting stuck in the gate in that one, you know, it's only like a three-lap race or whatever it was. Um, he got up to fifth, and I got up to sixth or, or sixth or seventh, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so he missed it by one. I missed it by you know. I finished right behind him by two. So he picked right in front of me, and that was he went the uh, like that yeah. sixth gate, and I went second row, and he and it worked out. He told me that that was because earlier in the day he pulled a hole shot from that same gate, and he was like, you know yep. what? I just gambled. I, I thought I thought I could pull another hole shot from that outside gate, and uh, you know I didn't. But um, that was the race right there. Really, you yeah. stuck around the inside, came out like yeah, third or fourth. And, yeah, and and honestly, I think if he would have picked. You know the second row on the mm-hmm. inside where I did. Yep. I I still wouldn't have went to the to the sixth <laughs> yeah, gate because right. I would have, I would have went second row right next to him because right. to me, if I start right next to him, if he would have been second row, which is where I want to be, I was hoping he would pick where he did. Right. You know, and he did, and it worked out. But you know, looking back, if he had picked, you know, what I did and went with my strategy, I still would have started second row right next to him because you know I, I just felt like. If I could start anywhere near him, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I was confident. I felt like I could beat him. And, uh, you know, so he ended up going there, though, and I didn't even have to worry about it. By the time by the time I got up to third, uh, Weimer and Barsha had, like, a whole straightaway on me. And I kind of kept them, you know, kept them in sight for, you know, five or six laps. And then mm-hmm. by, by, by that time, everything was settled. Eli was, like, two straightaways behind me, you know, in, like, yeah. fourth or fifth. And, honestly, it was, like, the easiest race of the whole weekend, I just kind of wrote it out and just, yeah. you, know, wrote, you know, well, I wanted to win, but like I said, they were already uh, at least a straightaway ahead of me by the time I got to third, and it was just obviously no point in pushing it to get second place, you know, and not in jeopardize crashing or something stupid, so, um, you know, just kind of rode around and, and brought it home. Yeah, yeah, you really did, and I was telling uh, Kenny, when he had a lot of questions about Bercy beginning of the show, yep. um, I was telling him that, uh, I mean, you brought pipe, uh, bars, yep. Um, Sprocket, and you know these other guys have their full bikes. So, kudos yeah. to you for for managing to get it done with uh, with really the the, the 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 least bike out of everybody there. That just there. shows you how far the motorcycles have come right. in the in the yeah. last in the in the last. Well, five it's years. Percy too. It's not key. It's not an outdoor national moto. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know it it 
It, you, like you told me too on Friday, Yamaha's got great response on the bottom coming out of, coming out of turns, and, and that was yep. key for you. You thought that was really fine. A stock bike was fine yeah. that way. Uh, I, I feel like the, I know the Yamaha gets a lot of a lot of hate, I guess, but. You know, I, you know, I, I like the bike, and uh, the engine on it is, uh, is honestly really good. You know, I think it's one of the best engines on the 450s. It's, uh, if anything, sometimes a little bit too aggressive. So, you know, I knew going over there it wouldn't be a problem with the stock bike. And uh, the stuff that, you know, that kind of means more is, like, some of the chassis stuff, you know, that mm-hmm. helps you be comfortable and stuff like that. That was more of what I was kind of, like, skeptical about. But, right. dude, I, I didn't know what kind of bike I was going to ride there, like, Two days before, three days before I left, I picked up that suspension like the day before I left. I left like Wednesday morning at like my plane was at seven in the morning, and I right. picked that stuff up like Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And Enzo, you know, threw some stuff together for me. Um, it was just stock stuff. They just threw my Supercross setting and you know stock set of suspension, and uh, you know went for it. I got an FMF pipe and like you know brought my handlebars and, and sprocket, right. you know, and uh, went for it. And then when DV was over there, he borrowed a. Uh, the ignition thing, the ECU or whatever, yeah. whatever it's called, to program the uh, the ignition, um, just to try to you know help as much as it could, and right. you know he, he helped helped with that quite a bit. And uh, yeah, those are my batteries in that thing. I never out. I never got my batteries yeah, that's down. Right. Yeah, I never got my batteries. I done it without you. Told you. <laughs> and and the X brand goggles. Um, For sure. Uh, hey, so did the win? You know, obviously you you're talking to some people for next year. You've got an offer from somebody. Uh, yeah. Did the win? help you open more doors? I mean, has your phone been a little busier? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's – obviously, I'm sure that helped. Um, who knows if it's a matter of people finally kind of narrowing stuff down and making decisions and having to go with it. But like I said, obviously, I'm sure that – for me, it's just a matter of, you know, Supercross was going really well for me at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, I got hurt, you know, at, at Houston <clears> at like the fifth or sixth race, and – uh, I tried to come back. You know, I, I didn't have much time to get ready for outdoors. I tried to come back at the first few races and realized there were still some issues, so I went in for more testing and ended up having surgery. You know, the whole, whole long deal that I dealt with all year. So for me, between, like, Monster Cup and going to Bercy was just a good opportunity for me to kind of get out there, show people that I'm back healthy, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm, I'm back to where I was at the beginning of Supercross, even though that seems like years ago at yeah. this point. You know, people don't remember the beginning of Supercross this year. Right. And, uh so it was, it was good just to get out there and show people that I'm healthy, I'm ready to go. My voice may not be back to normal, but everything else is. So, you know, I'm I'm good to go. And uh, so yeah, it was it was good. I, like I said, I'm obviously I, I think it definitely definitely helped. It can't hurt, you know, to to go over there and do good. And um, so yeah, I mean, I wish I had an announcement for you guys tonight, but I I have I have some good stuff in the works, and uh, you know, I should know in the next day or two. Um, but definitely, I'm definitely excited about the things I've going uh, right now, and uh, definitely looking forward uh, to it, and looking forward to next year. Kenny, he's uh, he got an agent. He got Button as an agent, so he's big time. You know, you know, <laughs> the stuff's flying in right now. The offers are flying it's, in. Yeah, well, when I won the offers, I mean, now they're up in the millions and stuff like that. So I'm going for the big <laughs> money. Uh, hey, let me ask I you wish. a question. <laughs> you're yeah. You you're talking to an agent. Do you think like you're stock would have made a difference if you had an agent or not because people know who you are you could have you could have called the same guys that your agent called and all that other good stuff are you just doing that because you don't want to deal with it and you just want to focus on writing or do you really think that the agent has made things happen for you um i've only been working with him a couple weeks um 
and I've known him for a long time. I've known Jimmy for a long time. Um, I've never had an agent before my whole career. I've always done everything myself, always called people myself. And honestly, I've even this whole time, I've still been calling everybody myself. And the part that I hate dealing with is just like the the paperwork stuff and the money stuff and, and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't really hire him to make me more money or – or anything like that. I guess, like for like what you said, it's probably more of a matter of, um, you know, having somebody where I don't have to w- deal with stuff so much. You know, like I, I like calling people and I like calling them myself, whether it's gear people or a team. You know, I like calling and, and being the one to tell them, you know, hey, I, I want to work with you or you know, give me an opportunity, stuff like that. Because you know, you got to have that personal relationship with the people um, if you're going to be working with them and be successful at whatever it is. And you know, and that's just, I guess, how I am, you know, and, and I've always done everything myself, so I don't really know any different, and uh, I guess from a little bit, it's just, it takes a little bit of weight off my shoulders, um, you know, from from all of the stress and everything, it's just like, every year, I've never signed a two-year deal with a team, it's always been a one-year, I would love to sign a two-year deal with a good team, um, and every year, dude, like, this time of year, like, it seems like it was just yesterday that it was in the same boat last year, and it's already freaking November. And uh, it's just it's always a stressful time, especially with the economy, how it is. And I think it just takes a little bit of weight off my shoulders and let me kind of just do my do my job. And, and like I said, I'm still calling people, still talking to people, mm-hmm. um, just as much as I was if I didn't have an agent. It's just uh, when they ask me what do I want or this or that about everything, it's uh, a little bit, little bit of weight off my shoulders. So. Um. Yeah, yeah, I can see your point. Yeah, just don't lose that personal connection. You know what I mean? Because uh, a guy's team's industry doesn't want to just hear from an agent all the time. You know, and, and nothing against Jimmy Button, who who's a good guy and a friend of the show, and and all that. But yeah, keep keep on doing what you're doing. I think. Yeah, um, I think a lot of sponsors like to hear from the athlete. So there's a you know there, yeah. so there's that connection because I think that gets lost in translation. You know, there's a lot. nothing worse. Like when I sorry to interrupt you, but like an agent would call a team I was on and say that the rider has a bit of an issue with X, whatever X may be. And you're just like, really, guy? Like, you really – you just can't pick up the phone and call the team manager as a rider and be like, dude, help me out. You know what I mean? Like, Kenny, do you get that? No. 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 No, but you know what? Uh, I just think that – I just always like, what? I really? think, I think like, having a guy like Jimmy um, who's been a rider yeah. that has a lot of credibility in the industry – um, he's, he's, he's good at the industry stuff. He has, you know, he knows the people he talks to him. And I think, you know, that he, he's definitely an asset. Um, definitely an asset. But I think on the other end, I think the athlete still needs to be in contact with their sponsors. And, you know, if it's not just, you know, just, you know, call and say, Hey, how's it going? I just want to thank you for the product. Give them an right. update on their stuff. Like, you know, if it's not working right or if, it, yeah. you know, some, give them some tips to how to make it better. Right. You know, instead of just, yep. you know, taking the product, put it on and say, no, it's fine when it's you're not happy with it and you're wearing something else during the week. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to call in and talk to uh, the king of Bercy, Kyle Chisholm. Um, How's that sound to you? Yeah, king of Bercy. I like it. Dude. Got a good ring to Did it. Did you get any bonuses uh, or no? for next year. Did you get any, any bonuses for it at all or no, like we talked about? Uh, no, I, did. I just got, you know, show up money and stuff yeah. like that. Right. It, it, I've always, it's been an option, but I haven't even really went that route and... You know, we get, we make pretty good money just go over there and for the weekend. And I know there's some guys that don't don't like traveling to Europe and don't like. I've heard people say like, "Oh, I'm never going over there. I don't care. Whatever. I don't want to deal with the food and the they travel don't like and all that." People but from Europe, I, I like going over there. 
Mathis, I know you love the the eggs at the buffet. Oh, at the dude, I can't believe you ate those things, dude. They look I just like soup. Them down every day. Soup. I, They're I not eggs. I They're don't soup. Mind it. I, I like. I, I I don't mind the food over there. And so you're telling me you food. didn't eat them, Steve? I did not eat them. And Chisholm was mowing them down like it was the last food. <laughs> Uh, ever. He's just, ah, 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 ah. I'm just like, what are you? Are they like processed eggs? Dude, I don't know what they are. They're no. just runny soup eggs. I don't know, but they are really runny and really, uh, they're like scrambled eggs, but they're like, it's like soup, I guess. I don't know. They they don't taste like normal eggs, but they taste different. That's, I guess, how you want to describe it. And I don't know. I, hey, I didn't um, mind them too much. On top of not having the trickest bike there, I guarantee you, you were the lowest paid American rider there. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Hopefully, no, I, I, hopefully that changes. Like, hopefully I know my value you goes up yeah. a little bit for the uh, for next year. Let me ask you a question. Uh, next year, are you going to run the numero uno? Yeah. Or are you going to run? You're going to pull one off your bike, or are you just going to leave both the eleven on uh, there? I haven't even thought about Did it. You got to. I, I mean, I think it'd be cool to run the number one. Hey, what? Um, not that that's a big target. That's so. a big target on your back, buddy. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's a target. It's all right, I can handle it. I'll take it. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when the time comes. I guess. Hey, and a long uh, way from now. And also, too, you know, your old team, Moto Concepts, who, who really, uh, you know, let's not kid ourselves here, they helped you out for uh, two years and, and really yeah. gave you a home. You still ran their gear this weekend, even though you're, you're definitely <laughs> not going to ride for them anymore. Just goes to show you what kind of support you had. You had no other gear. I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, no, I got some free advertising, I guess. Yeah. No, that, they, were, they were good to me for the last two years. Um, you know, I was hurt for a lot this year. Um, you know, they, they were behind me the whole time, and... You know, the team kind of just, I guess, decided to take a little different uh, direction, I guess, if you want to call it that. And, um, you know, so didn't didn't work out to stay there or whatever. But, uh, you know, they, they were good to me. I, I mm-hmm. can't say anything bad about the last couple of years. And they, you know, I've done really well the last couple of years. And, obviously, they were a part of it. So, you know, I, I can't, you know, can't thank All them right. enough for, you know, they they definitely helped me get, get where I was. And Well, I can say a lot of bad things that. about them, but I won't. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it's yeah. never perfect anywhere, you know. But like I no, said, I have not. nothing bad to say. They helped me get where I am today, and uh, you know, you should be thankful for that. You should hear the guys on Hart and Huntington like the, the way they complain. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Um, oh jeez. Uh, you know what's funny though, Kenny is. Uh, what's funny, Steve? Tell me. Why don't you tell me what's funny? Wow. I so, know what's funny. You know how Steve just didn't feel so good when he got back from his trip. Yeah. It's because he was out partying all night, celebrating oh, my win with me. Shit! Did you end up going out? We did actually. Did you? We uh, I don't like after you and up. Yeah. A bunch of like, I don't remember. Once Lachine, like, once Lachine called it a night, I called it out to wherever. Right. And uh, so like the whole you know they closed the lobby bar right. at like midnight or whatever it was at twelve, and so everyone like, Alessi's like mechanic went across the street and bought like two cases of beer. Wait, Terry Varner? Like no, no, no. Some I don't know who it was. A kid that he brought with. I don't know. He, like, went and got some beer, and, like, so everyone was drinking beer in the lobby, and then that went away, I think, and, like, somebody was like, let's all go here. So we ended up going to some, like, and, you know, it was, like, the day before Halloween, so we went to some little some little nightclub that was, like, the size of my living room, and it felt like they had the heater on in there. <laughs> and, again, it wasn't a gay club, but there ended up being guys with no shirts on, right. sweaty, dancing together. It must just be a Euro thing, I was guess. Was Aranda there? Um, yes, yes, I think he was there. Of course. Um, yeah, there's some of the Euro guys were there. It, it was actually kind of cool though, because it ended up there was like not hardly anybody there. Mm-hmm. So it was just like all the moto people there, mm-hmm. and uh, like Barsha came out. You know, we all just kind of hung out. I like I was so tired from the last three days of racing that like 
I had to have one drink to celebrate my my uh, mm-hmm. my win, and like I had such a stomachache after just having one one thing. I was like, it was nice just to kind of hang out. My Papa Chiz got to come out. He hang right. out at the club with Gear us. Dog. It was, um, it was fun. No, once Lachine said he was done, I was done too. Like, I, you know, I, I'm glad to say that I hung with the dogger. You know, so yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, no, last year was funner. I think didn't we? What did we do last year? We drank more or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was I tired. Drink. Yeah, me and me and Truman were uh, were the only sober ones last last year. Oh really? I wasn't oh. drinking. I got second last year. I wasn't. There was no yeah. celebration. Hey, let's uh, let's go to the phone calls here. Um, is this Evan? Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, man? Thanks for listening. You got a question for uh, Kyle Chisholm? Uh, I just called in to congratulate. Hey, bud, you're the king of Bercy. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, nice to hear. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can go back next year and, and do it again. And it was definitely definitely a good time. And look, looking forward to next year. That's awesome, dude. Um, I, I just I, I kind of hate to touch on it, but what do you think the Bercy Supercross has done in the last 10 years with that? Is, is it almost a really fast B team? I mean, with the top-notch guys, the top five guys not being there like it used to be with McGrath and stuff, I mean, you think it would be changed at all? You know, obviously it would, but what's your thoughts on that? I don't even know what um, the question was. What was the question? He's, he, he asked, is, was the, is the Thunder out of that race? Like, the top guys don't uh, go there no more like they uh, used to 10 years ago. But you know what the deal is? Uh, in, in 10 years from now? They're going to go, hey, Kyle Chisholm was the king of Bercy. You think everyone's right. going to go, oh, this guy, don't matter. He is the king. Don't try to shit on his thunder. He is no, the I, king. I think, I mean, obviously the economy is not that great, so maybe that has something to do with, you know, not having James and Chad Reed and Ryan Zilpoto all there. Um, I obviously, like, obviously knew of Bercy back 10 years ago, but never really, like, I don't know. I didn't, like, I couldn't tell you if Jeremy McGrath was there or if Steve Lampson was there or if, Ryan Hughes, was, yeah, I don't know, ten years ago, whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, you didn't have James Stewart or, or Chad Reed or you know those guys there. But you know, I did, I did have to race against uh, the lights, you know, 250 West champion last year. You know, Jake Weimer, Barsha won Supercross this year in the lights class, yeah. and Tomac almost won almost this won. year by what a point or whatever it was um, on the West. Just See, I had three it, Supercross champions. Um, it looks you know, to race like against Nick Way, obviously sweet. is a you know good guy, and and Michael yeah. Essie is good also. So I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy, obviously by any means. I had, you know, like I just said, just within the last two years, three almost three Supercross champions um, that I had to race yeah. against. So take, it was uh, take that, Evan. Yeah, you know, it was a great ride, man. And, and I didn't want to bring you down at all or anything. Uh, yeah, great ride. Your name is okay. in the record books, and uh, proud of you, dude. All right, thanks, Evan. Yeah, no, it's all good. Thank you. Uh, Don't let him fool you. He was trying to knock you off. <laughs> he was my, trying to knock uh, you off the good. top I, spot. I can take it. I have no problem. Kenny, why are you bleeding from your fingers? Kenny's fingers are all full of blood. Dude, because I'm going to tell you a story. What happened? When I changed the brakes, <laughs> dude, I was freaking in there, and I had my... I was Look putting at his the, fingers, tits. I put the caliper in there, Yeah. and my boy Mahoney thought he was going to be a smartass and pump the brake shut. And I had my fingers in the caliper, and he smashed my fingers, dude, in the brake calipers. Oh. But a normal man would have got pissed, but I said, hey, give me a screwdriver. My fingers are smashed. I had to pry them <laughs> open and pull my fingers out. Damn. Jack my I fingers just noticed up. that. Yeah. yeah. This one's weeded, dude. Like, this one I thought was broken. Damn. But um, I'm good. I'm like the king of Bercy. I just knock it off my t- yeah. not, okay. Whatever. We'll yeah. move on. Right. Brush it off. Uh, Monty, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You got a question for uh, Kyle Chisholm? 
Yeah, uh, I'm just a pro rider, privateer. I've, I got, like, gear support and parts and stuff like that, but I was just calling to see, like, what would you recommend for as far as getting, uh, like, support with bikes right now if they're calling me, like, a lot of shops aren't doing a lot of demo bikes. What would you, uh, what would you I'd quit. I would quit. Do? I would quit and go back to school. <laughs> I am uh, in school. <laughs> I would just go to school full time and don't even worry about dirt bike yeah. racing. Yeah. Graduate. Know. Graduate. I mean, that's not and bad get a... advice, to be honest. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. If you have an answer, I'm sure everybody would like to know. Um, I mean, it's definitely yeah. tough out there. But I mean, if, you know, if, if you like riding and whatever, you know, don't. I wouldn't say not. You know, don't give up and you know, do it. Make best with what you you know with what you have and. You know, if it's meant to be or whatever, whatever your goals are, you know, you'll... Uh, Money. Money. You know, whatever whatever it is, you know, go for it. And uh, definitely the school's not a bad idea, too, like Kenny said. So, Money, let me tell you uh, a story about Chisholm. Money, you ready for a story? I was going to say this earlier. Oh, I'm, I'm, before, I'm ready. Before Kenny cut me off. Okay. Hey, Money. Damn it, Kenny. Yep. <laughs> no, listen. Listen. Uh, yeah, listen, Money. Listen. Listen. Let's listen. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, listen. Um... Okay. No, no, but really, listen this time. Two, you weren't listening last time, but listen. Two thousand and nine. No, wait, wait. Two thousand and ten. Listen, Get your listen, story money. Before. Kyle Chisholm rode for L and M Yamaha in two thousand and nine. Had a bad knee. Went through some shit. Didn't do that well. Missed some main events. Didn't race the outdoors. No one called him back. No one spoke to him. He went to Germany for the fir- for, to race a little bit to make some money. He missed the. First round, right, Chiz? You missed the first round in 2010. Yep. Yeah, okay. I was racing uh, Dortmund in Germany. Okay, let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. So then Chisholm, he, his, his helmet is from last year. He's got a broken visor. He can't get the dudes who, who make the helmet to call him back to get a new visor. He shows up on a Rock River Yamaha bike at round two in Phoenix with, again, a pipe, a sprocket. Yeah. Did you have a stock chain, too, or did you bring a chain? Um, I'm pretty sure I had a stock chain. Stock chain? And, but I did have, like, a Hinson clutch, I think. Okay, Hinson clutch, Hinson clutch on, on a Rock River Yamaha, which, by the way, newsflash, Rock River Yamaha, not <laughs> a factory team. Um, Chisholm yeah, shows up. Nobody's not, not not knocking them at all. No. They helped me out yeah. quite a bit with the bike and everything. But And I'm, I think it's all better now. But the couple races that I did do with them – we didn't even we because it was all brand new. It was last minute for them to do something. Dude, you're wrecking my story. You're wrecking my story. They didn't have one. No, they didn't have one part in our truck. So, hey, Steve, yeah, why do you cut real. off the guests? That's rude. You're wrecking you my keep, story, Chisholm. You keep trying to. Sh- you, you, Kenny, we gotta just keep, Monty. keep cutting the story. I hear you out. Monty, he shows up. He shows up with a Monty, listen, with, though, with listen. duct tape on his visor, yeah. <laughs> a, a bike that you could basically buy. He gets it, and he goes out and gets eleventh in Phoenix. Then, yeah, that's killing it. Wait, and then did they pick you up the next week, or did you go one oh, more week? I raced, I raced Anaheim 2 on the same bike. Same bike. Anaheim 2 gets another 11th to 12th. Moto Concepts has an injury. He steps in. Boom. He never looks back. The douchebag who made his helmet probably got him a visor because he got 11th. But Kyle Chisholm was that close to being almost irrelevant. Mm, sorry, Kyle. But... Yeah, uh, no, I agree. He was that close to being out of it. I mean, he couldn't get anybody to help him. X-Brand goggles, I told him to F off. No, I didn't. But, uh, I know. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyways, Monty, Monty, so whenever things are bleak, whenever the storm clouds are in, whenever you think you don't have a chance, remember Chisholm on Rock River. Remember Chisholm 
on Rock River. God, that I'll, was touching. I'll, I'll definitely remember it. Do you feel good about it? You see the big grin on his face like he just like found like a, a hundred bucks in his wallet he didn't know he had. That's a great story. No, for real, though. Hey, guy, Steve, who, who is the hey, guy that gave guys, him the helmet? Chisholm, nobody wanted to hire you, right? Like hey, nothing. you guys don't understand. I still have the helmet. I need... I, I need to, like, bring it or something to show you, but, like, so you actually... That actually, like, that whole story I, really surprises me because, like, even me, like, I could get a visor for free right now. Like, yeah. it's just weird how the industry works. Like, some guys will get something for free, and, you know, they what? can't even qualify for, like... They can't even be like top ten in intermediate race. It's well, this is this is what this is what. Like. If you listen to the whole show, there, guy, you know that yeah. it's like it's not who you know, it's who you blow. And if you're not blowing people, the right <laughs> people, you ain't getting no visor, you ain't getting no bike, you ain't getting anything. So Chiz is yeah. Chiz is one of those guys who just all the jerk offs that call me and are wondering about rides. I always think to myself, why don't you just do what Kyle Chisholm did? Go out, ride your balls off, show up at Anaheim, see what you got. The results are there. Make something happen for yourself. If you just sit at home yeah. and wait for someone to call you, guess what? You can't even get a friggin' new visor. So yeah, um, no, you know, wasn't good. I yeah. went out and, and bought I bought a Kawasaki and went over and raced a few races in Germany and did my thing to have myself ready. And if an opportunity presented itself, which it did, yeah. Um, and you've never looked back. And, and, and you've all, never looked back from then. The moral you know? of the story is. You can race with a broken visor. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Bill photo back in Supercross in Seattle, 09. Yep. Do the bullet helmet. Yep. Oh, yep. shut up. No, hey, the helmet wasn't that bad, all right? Like, I raced with it at Phoenix, Seriously. like what you just said. Shut up. But no, what listen. happened was I crashed in Germany. Just uh, not a bad crash. The anything. specifics and don't matter, Chisholm. A little bit. We don't care about the specifics. Don't make the story out. Don't worry. You had a broken visor. No one will call you back. There's some riders right. that say, if I look good, I feel good. If I look good, I, I ride good. Yeah. If I yeah. ride good, I do good. And if I so, do good, I make money. Monty. Well, Kiz- Chisholm didn't give a shit if you look good. Monty, did you, did you learn something tonight? Oh, I learned a lot. Because you listened. Because you yep. listened. See, Matha said listen, and you listened. There you go, Monty. Uh-huh. Thank you for calling in. Word of wisdom. Listen. All right. We'll do. All right, good Monty. Morning. Hey, good luck with everything, buddy. Me. Thanks, Monty. Uh, there we go. Words of wisdom, Chiz. Yep. Right? I'm I mean, more inspiring people, right? Right, that's, that's what I'm saying. One question. one caller at a time, dude. Monty wanted to know what was up, and, and we showed Monty what was Shit's up. It's life-changing. I feel like I have my own talk. Like, it's a talk radio show. Like, I'm here to help people. Like, I can't think of what they're called now, but I don't. the thing that's coming to my mind is the old lady on the sex show that people call in and get advice. That's what we just, that's what I feel like we just did. Dude. Something like that. Don't well, turn this around into Jenna <laughs> Hayes thing with your chick. Don't turn this into uh, that. You brought that up, not me. Uh, hey, Steve, you there? You got a question for Kyle yeah. Chisholm? Yeah, dude. Two-stroke Steve to you guys. What's that? It's two-stroke Steve to oh, you guys. Sorry. Hey, two-stroke Steve, what's up? <laughs> hey, uh, Kyle, say if, like, hypothetically, like, a rich business owner dude was like, yo, I'll pay you, like, a million dollars, but you have to ride and race a two-stroke. Oh, you have, to, you have to sleep with me. Oh, wait. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I'm not some gay shit like that. But oh. like, legitimately, like, someone say if someone offered you like the best two strokes that they could possibly buy, and they he would say, "Show me the money, show me the money." Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't would you know, do man, it though? Like, if you got paid and like, Chiz, show me the money. I don't know. Be honest. <laughs> of course you would. I, I mean, Chiz, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you did that, that'd be awesome to have a million dollars. But if you did that, I would time, have to like, kick you in the balls. What? I would have to kick you in the balls if you did that. Yeah, like. I mean, it'd be cool. Like, dude, I'm all about two strokes. I love, like, my little brother has 125, 
And every chance I get, I go freaking hold that thing wide open. My brother gets pissed when I do it, and my dad gets pissed too. But I have fun for the couple laps that I get to put in on it. And it, I, mean, I love riding two strokes. But honestly, I mean, it'd be cool to get the money, but you wouldn't be competitive, you know, racing against. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Even the, even the 250 class, like on a 252 stroke. No, like, I, no. heard the, I heard the new KTM is I, pretty badass. Two strokes, Steve. You got to quit reading MXA. You got to stop it. You got to stop <laughs> you mean it. Vital, right? Or vital, whatever. Yeah. In an, in an amateur setting, like I get to see my little brother ride, so I get to see it kind of firsthand. A two-stroke 250 and the 250F class is competitive at that level, but when you're racing against Pro Circuit and Geico and those kind of guys on 250Fs, their bikes are are really good, you know. And I don't, they they would still stick to what they have. The, the advantages of four strokes and what they can do is still better, I think, than what a 252 stroke yeah. would be. Oh. Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to see what you say. Like, I, I understand the four strokes is a better bike, like you know, performance wise. But fuck four strokes. I'm out. Peace. All right. Yeah. See you, two strokes, Steve. Uh, wow. Fourth down there in a the football game. Big, big stop right there. Um, All that. I'm watching right now. Yeah, no doubt, huh? Uh, I know we should be concentrating on this Wait, show. Who are you? Who are you going for? Philly, Philly or uh, Chicago? Dude, I don't. I really was going care. for the Lakers. What happened? I don't really care. All I know <laughs> is my my Raiders got hammered. They're on lockout. Um. Cool, man. Well, hey, um, I think I got all my questions. You got anything else for Chisholm? Nope. I'm just just honored that like we could talk to the king. Yeah, to the king. Yep. He is the king. He is the king. No, he is. Uh, I'm gonna have to find a a Burger King crown. You know, the little crown. Dude, you should show up. You should show up next year with like a belt on, like a wrestling belt. Yeah, you should. You should. You should show up with the Burger King (laughs) outfit. You know, for the Burger King commercials, just dress up like the king. (laughs) In the throne, they should carry you out on the track with you know like. Feeding you grapes, like from the yeah. Romans. Yeah. I'm going to have to set that up. You know, I, I don't think I'll be able to do it at Anaheim 1, but Dude. after Anaheim 1, being the top 10, whatever opening ceremonies, I have to, I have to throw that in there. I was, uh, I was thinking about um, about you at Bercy and uh, kind of make – you pushed Mike Alessi into the wall a couple times. <laughs> Poor Mike. He was not Maybe. happy. He was not happy. And listen, no, it wasn't dirty. It was racing in Bercy in the tunnels. And, hey, do you and, think you Mike know. would have done that to him if he was in the position? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. And he was. For sure. And it looked to me like he was holding you up a little bit, like you were going a better pace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what? Well, on, oh. that, on that whole deal, like, I don't even remember what happened the first night. He went, like, in, in that same corner. He went, like, inside. I went outside. Mm-hmm. And he tried to kind of move over to block off my line, and I wasn't letting off. And we kind of just, like, locked handlebars, and he obviously got the worst of it. But the second night, the night I won, like, he made a mistake in the, in the first left-hander before you went down the long straightaway through the tunnel, which, and then the corner where I passed him. Well, he made a mistake in that corner before, and he ended up on the opposite side of what he was every other lap. And I was taking a different line. So just that lap, he ended up in my line that I was taking, and so I went over to hit the line where he was, which was the inside. And there was a yellow flag out, whatever. He, like, looked, looked yeah. back going down the straightaway and kind of, like, moved over because he saw me on the other side. So then I moved back over, and he, like, went ju- double, and then he, like, jumped over the inside, like, looked back again, yeah. and went back to the outside. And I'm like, dude, you just down one straightaway. He's cut me off twice, you know, looking back, cutting over on me. Yeah. So I'm like, and I know Tomac was coming, and I kind of sat behind him a few laps because the beginning of the race and was kind of waiting on a mistake or something. And he did that, and it kind of just, I was over it at that point. I'm like, I'm just going to go do it now. And gave him a little bump, and... I think if he would have hit the brakes, it wouldn't have ended so bad. But mm-hmm. he hit the gas instead, and yeah. kind of ended up over in the hay bills. But yeah, he did. He you know, did. It, uh, it was racing, and yeah. I needed to do what I had to do. And uh, you know, it wasn't dirty, and it was you know, 
All right, this is this is uh, this is what we got for you. The, this is the last caller of the night. We're gonna take this last call, and maybe you can answer their question. Brittany Chisholm. Um, <laughs> What's up, sexy? It's me. Because all right, I'm in the chat room with all the chatters, and they're daring me to do stuff to Kyle. And I gave him a wet willy, and he didn't do anything. And then they dared me to scream stuff into the phone. Oh, we heard that. Yeah. I, and yeah, so I took votes earlier. on what I should yell. And they told me to yell, I want to make out with Mathis. So I screamed and said, I want to make out with Mathis. And you guys weren't even phased. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I was not even that. phased by my antics anymore. Like, so used to me doing this shit all the time. Right. Um, <laughs> but I've they, been dealing so with this like, the whole show. You guys don't understand. I've been getting wet willies, yeah. getting all this crap. And I'm like trying to be serious over here and talk. Uh, I know. And help people with their issues. With help Bonnie out. Yeah, yeah. help Bonnie out. Be, I have this he back. can't even be phased. Hey, He's not uh, even allowed to laugh. Sinjin, you there? Yeah. Sinjin, what do, you, what do you think of uh, Kyle Chisholm's chick? Well, I mean, because I know you're a big Jimmy Georgia Lindsay uh, fan, but. Uh, uh, no disrespect, Kyle, but I'd give her a pound or two. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, nothing says, like, I I, admiration. A compliment. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. a compliment. No, yeah. he, he, I, mean, I mean, Georgia Lindsay has to be above you just because of that accent she has. I like that, but you're, you're a close second. Yeah, I'm but sure you know, hey, hey, you know the difference. Oh, are you Sin- kidding? Sinjin. I'm not kidding. Who's girlfriend? Sinjin. I'm going to tell you the difference between Georgia and um, Brittany. These colors don't Brittany, run. Brittany, Okay, this is this is the difference, Sinjin. I know you hung up. Sinjin but, hung up. But this is the difference. You're dealing with a chick from England that always wanted to be the queen, and you can deal with the real queen with Brittany because her oh. man, her man is the king. Oh my God, Watson. You like that one? Oh. Hey. Hey, hey, she made my sure dad. that she knew that she was the queen. So. She is the queen. And the funny thing I is, the, the funny thing is, all I these. I bet later that night she was the queen. This woman, the girl that <laughs> Sinjin's talking about, is from England. Yeah. And it's probably, like, she's probably had thoughts like, what do I need to do to be the queen of England? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, but you know what? When we were... she, her husband, her boyfriend needs to win Percy. And he hasn't yeah. done that yet. So and, uh, you and, have. And Brittany, uh, bad news. Uh, Watson's buddy who was dating Jenna Hayes. Broke up with her. I doubt we'll ever have. I doubt we'll ever have Jenna on the show. Yeah, she's she's MIA too. I heard things. She's good. Who the hell would break up with her? He's Uh, stupid. I I think it was the other way around. Oh. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I think she. I think she went back to her old ways or something. I don't Uh, know. Yeah. So I don't. We may not. Her ways can't be much worse than her job. (laughs) No, I think she left him for a woman. Tell you the truth. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait oh, for me. Nice. You guys didn't know. You guys yes. didn't know, but she left them for me. I haven't told Kyle yet. I might as well come out on the bullpen mic show. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, um, break it right here. Break I, the news. I, I know how you work. With, you know, Brittany was hanging out by our truck. Yeah, I didn't, she was hanging out at our co- truck for the open, Mathis, and they were giving away like coupons. Dude, that's for, all she does is hang out at trucks. She was right. Whatever. No, I'm she's just not. kidding. I'm kidding. She was hanging out, and the, and the Mahoney was asking questions about, you know, you know, trivia questions to give away free tech gift certificates. And freaking Brittany cheated, and someone told her. And who told you, Carrie? No, listen. Yeah, they were saying, what is Carrie's dog's name? And all these people were, like, yelling out, like, the name of his child and Mahoney all this stuff. And no one could guess it. And they're, like, saying they're going to give away a free tattoo. So I ran up to Carrie and said, what's your dog's name? And he said, like, Foxy or whatever the dog's name See, is. This and is how... I just yelled it out. And this lady's like, that is cheating. And I'm like, no, she ma'am, was... that is winning. <laughs> yeah, she was She was so bummed. She came over later and she says, that's not fair. That is not fair. She goes... He was standing there the whole time. Nobody was smart enough to ask him. Yeah, and then Carrie's like, what's that lady all pissed about? 
And we and then Mahoney told Hart, and this is how Hart is such a wingnut sometimes. He doesn't even pay attention. Mahoney, he's, Mahoney's like, dude, I was doing a trivia contest, and I asked the name of your dog. He goes, oh, I wonder why that girl asked me what the name of my dog was. <laughs> <laughs> he had no clue. Yeah, which, which um, by the way, I, I got to run over to Kyle and say, I want a tattoo, and I talked to Carrie because I have a little bit of a crush on him, just a little bit. Yeah, who doesn't? Only, who doesn't? My wife's the same way. Yeah, he's the only boy I like to have tattoos. And so every time we're, like, parked by you guys, I'm like, ooh, there's scary. I always give him Kyle a hard time about it. It's pretty funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> if Watson would have called him back, maybe he could have had a ride on the team and you could have hung out with Carrie all the time. Yeah, that would have, have been awesome. I could just see her just staring at him the whole time and the wife shows up. Yeah. Why is that girl just staring at my husband the whole time? Yeah, and I, I, I got news like for you. Think... I got news for yeah, you, Alicia. I... <laughs> They're all staring at him all the time. Yeah. But... Yeah. But I, I feel like Pink could take me for sure, so even, I, even, I won't mess with her. Even no, my chick downstairs, even my chick downstairs, always staring at Hart when he's at the races. And I'm like, really? Are you serious right now? You're really going to just, you're really going to stare at Hart? I mean, when he was, what? What? Uh, he's probably going to whoop my ass yeah. for all this stuff you keep telling her. No, 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 no. She's, she's, she's such a cool lady. She would never do that. Never, ever, okay, ever, good. ever, um, ever, ever, um, ever. No, uh, um. Hey, you guys are full time in California now, right? You got a house. You're there. In, in no, we're not full time. Oh. What? I don't know. I got a house though. I'm we do have a house here, but we're not full time. Wait, let me guess. Menifee, Marietta, Temecula. <laughs> no. No. Elsinore. No. Lake Elsinore. I'm like two. Yeah, mm-hmm. Elsinore. I'm like I'm barely like Elsinore. It's almost grown. I like two exits from the test track. Canyon Lake. We live like a mile from Medi. Where's that at? I don't know where he lives. Yeah, Lake it's off Lake, off Lake Street. I don't know if you know. Um, like it's two X's from the from the uh, test tracks. Oh, you're you're stuck then. Well, yeah. I hope you get a ride where you can ride those test tracks. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, doubt. Me too. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, we're gonna we're gonna head off. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Kyle. Yep. Hey, thanks for you guys hey, calling thanks, in. Steve. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys and uh, and good <laughs> yeah. luck with everything. Hey, Kyle, did you get that call that I was telling you about earlier? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. I'm still, I'm Is that the guy with the visor? Maybe. No, it's not the visor. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Kyle. See you guys. Bye, guys. Hey, congratulations yeah. again, Kyle. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Bye. You know George Frazier died? Joe Frazier. George. Smoking Joe. <laughs> hey. Uh, What's his name, George? O'Rourke. <laughs> O'Rourke. Hey, sorry, bud. I'm sorry for keeping you on hold there. We, we, we were just ready to go, and then Brittany Chisholm called in, and you had to uh, wait longer. We, we can't stop the Jenna Hayes talk. You know that? Yeah, I know. Exactly. How was, uh, how was Tits on the phone with you this time? Was it all right? Or? He was cool. He's all right. He's, I think um, it's a... Calm as a bitch, you know, a little bit of taste of his own medicine there. With Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the, right. the whole Twitter thing and now Dunge blocks him. I like it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You know, he who sure. laughs last, laughs last, tits. He who laughs last, laughs last. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I just made that I, up. I guess that's right. <laughs> you got to sow what you reap, dude. B to B. You got to reap what you sow, dude. Get, B, it, get it straight, B to, bro. B to B, dude. B to B. Um, B2B. O'Rourke, hey, you, so you went to the Australian The Rock? difference between my B2B is business to business. Yours is burger to burger. <laughs> 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 I like that. That's hot. That's really good. Oh, shut up, Watson. Uh, uh, shut, up. shut up, want to be, shut shut up, up want to be queen. There's um, only one queen in my eyes, and it's not you. Hey, uh, okay, so you went to Australian Supercross round. Give us the report. I did. Give us the report. I did. I went to, um, this is the... On the weekend, the third round, we have five rounds in total. Um, the first two rounds, unfortunately, were washed out pretty much. I mean, they still rode and raced, but it was an absolute mud bath. Um, 
they keep being sort of doomed with bad luck with the weather with this series, but I'm glad that the one I turned out was, um, yeah, it was a little bit dusty, like Reedy said, but it wasn't too bad. Um, big track um, for Australian standards anyway. It was, it was a good event. And who uh, who won? Okay, so um, they have basically have three classes in Australia. You've got your Pro Open, which is like your 450 class. Pro Lights is your 250, and you have your under-19s as like a development series. Yeah, okay, no one cares about the under-19s, so. I know, I know. But there's a few guys that come up from there that aren't too bad. We had an American racing in the under-19s. So. Who? Who? Um, Joey, Joey Savacci. Oh, yeah? Really? Oh, yeah, he's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, but... Yeah, he broke his. He, unfortunately, he got second in the first round, and he broke his wrist the following week and went back to America. So. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, how did Chris Close um, do? Dude, we're getting to that, Kenny. Wait, he just talked about the like, 450 cross. He's giving us a rundown of the race, not just that, you know. Okay. Sorry, Roy. Okay, so in the in the pro opens, uh, it's a it was a three race format. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they mix them up a little bit down here. So we had three seven lappers, um, and the overalls they. Most of the top five guys sort of chopped and changed a little bit in those positions, but Jay Marmont got the overall. Um, he was really consistent. Um, pretty pretty big week for him. He just his wife, him and his wife just had a baby boy uh-huh. this week, and, and he came out and won the race. He did pretty well. Um, then we had a couple of guys, you, and the second was a guy named Lawson Botting, which you guys probably don't know. Oh yeah, Wilson before. Botting. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ty Simmons, he got third overall. Who's that? Um, and then buddy of Mc- uh, buddy of Watson, Daniel McCoy, he got fourth. Yeah, McCoy. Yeah, and then it went back to uh, a couple of other Aussie riders. Um, Billy McKenzie from England, he's oh. doing the series. He's doing pretty well. I think he's not. I don't think he's doing the nationals next year, though. Though I think he's going back home. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. I know that he went and did the last round of the. Uh, MXGP to try right. and see if he could find a ride there for 2012, but right, I don't right. know how successful he's been with that. Hey, Coppins is still um, healing up, right? That's why Josh shouldn't show up. He's still healing up. Yeah, and he doesn't. Uh, he's he's on a motocross only contract. So. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to race. Um, and you know, number ninth position was Chris Blose. Um, Dude, what else, what's up he, with Blose? Well, like he was riding okay, but I think he's he's I think he had bad runs in the third. Moto. Um, the first two, he was averaging. Look, his speed from looking at the other two rounds in this round, he's he's running around at fifth place. His speed in our series. Uh-huh. So, um, look, I, I did a, cr- a quick uh, cruise past the Hart and Huntington pits, and uh, it was uh, full of girls, beer, guys. Real, yeah. uh, it was a real party thing right before the race. So whether that's sort of affecting the, you know, uh, speed, I wonder. maybe I don't know. Kenny, maybe you need to get down there, huh. shape, make a. Ship up that uh, program. Hey, Kale's doing his thing, man. That's what he wants to do. It's all, you know, um, whatever. Do you think this is going to hurt Blows for next year? Uh, like, I'm Burn, remember when Burn went there off Suzuki? He showed up at a Honda uh, two years ago when he got cut from factory Suzuki. He went there on a Honda on Pirelli tires, and he sucked. And he, to this day, says he never should have went because everybody saw the results and were like, dude, Burner's done. You know? Ah, uh, dude, I don't know, dude. It was on, Mich- it was on Michelin tires, too. Michelin, sorry, not Pirelli's, just Michelin. Yeah. Um, so do you think this is going to hurt Blows, Kenny? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, right. I know Blows. Do we I need know... to call his grandma? Well, you know, all I know is you get to all those dudes on the American soil, and Blows will handle them. Right. Well, it's just like what Reedy was saying earlier. I don't know if you heard Chad calling in or not, O'Rourke, but, you know, basically that's what he was saying is those guys in their yeah. homeland, on their home bikes, with their tracks. 
I definitely agree. I don't think that there's any riders that are in front of Bloss that would have beaten him at the Las Vegas Supercross. Right, right. With Kenny yeah, so flashing his lights uh, from the parking lot. Correct. Beeping, beeping his horn. Right, beeping his horn. Yeah. Um, uh, how was the crowd? The crowd was good. It was probably um, look. It was probably about five to six thousand, I think, mm-hmm. which is not huge by your standards, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was. The major Sydney round, which is you know big capital city in Australia. So um, in their major city, they had the six thousand people there. So our arena cross this weekend, it's the feeder series for the Supercross, was in Baltimore, and I seen that they had fifty six hundred people there. Yeah, it's, look, and you really that's what you got to compare it to is the American arena cross series. Unfortunately, you know Australia has a, a population of twenty million people, and you know we don't. I, I don't think I think super. Super X went in too hard and too fast back in 2008, uh-huh. I think, was the first year. Right. Been a, like Chad said, they spent a million bucks on, on uh, live TV, and I think that's a million bucks they didn't really have to spend, you know? Mm-hmm. And fortunately, there's just not enough. It's like it's a bit like your series. There's not enough outside sponsorship to keep, uh, other than, you know, Craig Anderson being sponsored by Strawberry Farm. Everyone else is sponsored by... Uh, industry sponsors, you know? Right, right. Or, or Energy Drink. Hard is- Huntington sponsored by a beer company. Yeah, that's true. They got they got. Um, do you know the name of the beer company, Kenny? What is it? Something Head or something? Good Head is the name of the beer company. Good Head, really? Good Head. Yeah, that's it. Just a that brand was, new beer company. I think it's that was Pookie, to do that with was the Pookie's guy nickname in college. To bring in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't. I hope she's not listening. Oh God, you're so done. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, and then I switched it. Thank you. Yeah. Look, the ticket prices were a lot cheaper this year than they have been in the last. Like you could get a ticket. How for much? About 30 how much? Something how much? Thirty bucks for a ticket? Yeah, you could get in for thirty bucks, and and that pretty much gave you. Wasn't great. They have a big grass hill on either end of the of the stadium, and you could sit on that and watch the racing. And you know, it was pretty cheap, really, for a family in com- comparison to say going to the football or or something like that. So. Wow. So it sounds like you guys got your uh, work cut out for you. Where's the next round? It's in. Uh, in the Hunter, which is near Chad Reed, where Chad Reed grew up in Newcastle, mm-hmm. it's another uh, smaller. It's going to be another smaller stadium, and and uh, I think they'll get Newcastle sort of like Who? the heart of motocross in in um, the, the Sydney sort of area. There's a lot of motocross races come from up there, and Casey Stone is from up there. Chad's uh-huh. from up there. It's a real big motorcycling area, so they should get a pretty good turnout. Who's uh, who's going to win the series? What's the points look like? Well, overall at the moment, it's uh, Ty Simmons is leading the points. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, yeah. But only only just one point over Dan McCoy. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've got Jay Marmot had, had two really bad rounds, the first two rounds. So he's yeah. just bringing up. He's only two points behind Simmons. But, oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's went on the weekend. Look, it could go either way. I honestly think it's probably going to be Marmon or, or Simmons will win the overall. Um, but just so you know, just in comparison, uh, in the, the Pro Open class, the first two riders, use uh, Pirelli tyres, third rider uses Dunlop, and in the lights class, the top three riders use um, use Pirelli tyres. So mm-hmm. it's a different, you know, over there it's Dunlop, 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 but obviously in saying that, you know, with uh, Stuart signing with JGR and the Pirelli thing, I think they're definitely making advances in you know, their tyre technology. You know what? I don't think James is going to run Pirellis. That's just my own opinion from stuff that I heard and kind of pieced together. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, I, ho- I hope he does. I mean, well, I don't hope he does. I don't really care one way or another. But uh, I don't know, man. I just don't see him running those Pirellis. Uh, we'll see. 
Josh Whitmire and those well, guys in our, Pirelli. In our, lights, I mean, in our lights class, we've also got another American uh, rider, Gavin Faith. Gavin Faith, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard of him before. He, he, he got second on the weekend, and he's coming in and fish the world. So. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a present. All right, O'Rourke. Well, hey, man, thanks for the, um, thanks for the update. Appreciate it. And no problems. Yeah. Um, did, I just got a question for Watson before I head off. Yeah. Yeah, um, did he see Bloss's tweet yesterday about not getting paid enough money and things like that, and he's, he's suggesting that maybe they should strike? Well, you know what happened was because there was another death. Um, one of our we lost a, uh, like you know one uh, he, one of his good friends just passed away. Um, Jim McNeil, who's oh, a freestyle, freestyle guy, he knew, and yeah. he's from Phoenix. And uh, I think you know just saying that. I think you know a lot of it has to do with. Uh, you know how many deaths are in the in the sport right now. You know, you guys lost. You know the Sharky over there, and you know Chad was talking about you know some stuff, and it's just there's just like been more injuries in in racing in motorsports in general, and I think a lot of these guys are taking a step back and saying, is this really worth it? You know, is this really yeah, really I, worth I it? I don't honestly think that's got to do with money as much as the safety, I suppose, but. Well, you're no, fooling think, yourself. If these guys are going out and and a guy like Blos making maybe seventy five to a hundred grand, you know, racing for a season. That much, you think? <laughs> he made yeah. that with me last year maybe, with bonuses, okay. yeah. All right, all right. And you know, I mean, or you look at these guys. I mean, they they put their lives on the line every time they throw their legs over a motorcycle. And it's like you know, yeah, it's great to watch and it's thrill seeking and it's it's the first action sport of America, pretty much. It's what started it. And, you know, these guys need to get paid more. And I know the economy's bad and stuff, but I think a lot of these guys are, are really thinking about the consequences, what's going on. And I haven't talked to Chris at all, but I, I, that's, what I'm, that's what he's probably talking about, I would, I would assume. Look, I, t- I totally agree. I think this sport has a massive divide between the haves and the have-nots. Like, I know in the Australian series, you've got probably the, the first two or three guys are making a reasonable living out of it, and the rest are probably just making enough to get to the races. But, look, in my opinion, I think if, if you feel it's too risky and you're not making enough money, don't do it. That's, that's just what, it, yeah. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I agree. I he's mean, saying, well, he's saying everyone needs to... Well, he's talking about striking, you know. It's not, at the end of the day, these guys are entertainers in regards to, you know, the Bell runs a series, they want money, they've got these guys in the crowd, etc., etc. If you don't feel like you're getting enough money and it's too risky, go, go back to school. At university, I mean, I... I choose not to sweep floors at McDonald's because there's not enough money in it for me. That that's just the choice. Don't you know? I don't know if they they have a a right to say that we should strike. Just you know, if if it's not enough, then don't do it. Well, well, I think I think every rider that races. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. You're, you're scratching your head oh, like no, you no, always no. want to talk. Go ahead. No, no, no. no that was totally not and nothing to do with you. I was seriously bullshit. No. Hey. You're, you're touching a, a a nerve on Steve. No, no, I didn't. No. Go ahead. You talk. And you tell me when I'm ready to. <laughs> I was Dude, totally... Justin Quinn would never shut me out like that. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I really seriously did not mean anything by that movement. It's all right. But what I was gonna say. Here's what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, you know, our sport's not big enough. We're in this world, Kenny. You're in. You get a little bit outside of it. We're not that big. We're just not that big. Yeah, I understand that. But if all yeah. the riders, like you're saying. You know, Bush shouldn't say that, but you know what? There's riders out there that are the t- uh, at the top of the level that are saying the same exact thing, and they're making a lot more money than all these guys. And they're thinking like, hey, maybe we should do something because this isn't right. 
You know what I mean? I think there's it's 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 a it's a touchy subject. You know yeah. why why should all these big huge companies make money off of what these guys do when they're they're not getting paid like a football player or a basketball player? You know, all I know is when you watch rugby or in Australia you guys have rugby and we have football. Well, when you see these football players run on the field, they're not paying, you know, $250 entry fee each guy to run on the field to put on the show for, you know what I mean? They're 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 not doing that. We pay to go race. We we sign up. We have to pay an entry fee to go make $25,000 to win a race. I think and I don't know. I think that the disconnect is the big riders think that Feld, not MX Sports, Feld is making a killing on the series. And, you know, hey, they're in business to make a profit. Let's, let's yeah, be serious. Yeah, I, I agree. We're, we're all doing this to make a profit. They feel like Feld makes way too much money on them. And truthfully, I have no clue. Okay, let's say Feld took $1. Dude, you don't know. It's so expensive. I mean, I'm not siding with them. I know, it's yeah. ex- I know it's expensive. But, you know, <clears> they, let's say an average. They average 40,000 people a race. Average. Some are 60, some are 70, some are 30. Okay. And, the, and you do the math. It's very simple. It's, it's not that. And, and don't get me wrong. I, it's, it's a catch-22. If they took $1 and just put that into the purses, if there's $30,000, that's going to make, you know, 30,000 people. That's going to make the purse well, $30,000 more. They'll tell you that they put an extra $7,000 that they don't have to. Well, how about, the they, how about they get rid of the fireworks? Or, Listen, bro, I'm not siding with Phil here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't bro me. Whoa. <laughs> don't okay. bro me. All right. Okay. Don't bro me, dude. All right. Sorry, bro. I'm not your bro. Blah, blah, blah. I'm uh, not your bro. Okay, bro. Sorry. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the case in point. I think that, you know, I although let me I, just let me just say this. Let me just say this. This is the ultimate. You're cutting up the guest, Dave. Yeah, I know. Off. I know. I rock. Tits likes it though. Um, here's the ultimate thing that I when, whenever I get in trouble, not in trouble. Whenever someone from Supercross says, "Hey, Mathis, you got to quit being so negative. We're all in this together. You know, we're all trying to be positive and make this thing grow." Here's my one comeback to that that usually shuts them up. Feld Motorsports paid somewhere in the $300 million range for Monster Trucks and Supercross series from Live Nation. That's what they paid for it. Now, okay, even if Monster Trucks, which which is the real moneymaker, if that's that's $200 million of the $330 or something it sold for, that means the Supercross series... Was a million, a hundred million dollar uh, entity, and that scares me a little bit. Like, are they, is that how much they're making? Is that how much they're valued at? Well, put it this way: that's a little Feld, scary. Feld Entertainment is in the entertainment business. They make a lot of money for what they do from the circuses and all that. Yeah. Do you think they're going to take this this series from Monster Truck and Supercross and buy it if it wasn't, of course, yeah, a revenue? Well, I them? don't mind them making money, but are they making? A hundred million dollars that they, you know what I mean? Do you think like, they're going to let that out if they are? They're not going to let. Well, no, of course know. not. But I'm saying what they sold for, what what they sold for, you know, for, to Feld from Live Nation. So to me, I always say back to you guys, to the guys that get on me, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this was a nonprofit business. I, if you want me to help and you're going to share some profits, then by all means, I will pump up the series. It's the same reason why we will share profits. But of course, it's you know. the same reason why a, a team can't sell their team T-shirts in the pits. Because they want all of the revenue. You're going to have to put them in the concourse, no, and then they're yeah, going to pay you per T-shirt. No, I, I know. That's another. That's, that's you should be able issue. to then do whatever, whatever you want to right. make more money for your team. So you can pay your riders more money. That's what I'm trying to get at. I think also, I mean, it's not only failed to blame. I think sometimes it's the factory teams and, and some, 
you know, they're, they're, what they will spend to get a winning rider leaves them with... I mean, gone are the days of Honda in the, in the 80s when you had five riders under a tent. You know, now it's like one rider that gets a million, two million dollars, and the next guy might get oh, yeah, 400000 the... and then there's no money left for anyone else. No, the, I'm d- like, the divide in our riders is, is one of the things we need to address. A guy like Kyle Chisholm getting eighth is making, I don't know, uh, a, a fifth of what James Stewart makes who wins the race, you know? Yeah. Um, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. I, I, and I don't know what the solution to that. It's not a, we don't live in a communist society where everything no, gets distributed. Yeah. Even maybe gonna look maybe the solution is Watson's team, which is like, you know what? Okay, Kenny, don't take this the wrong way. Screw results. We're here for marketing. We're here to show you guys that what – what matters to the media and the results doesn't matter to our team. We're going to market our team. I shouldn't say screw results, but do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, like, like we're, James Stewart gets that much more money than Kyle Chisholm because we all just talk about James Stewart and not Kyle Chisholm. Kenny's team perhaps is coming around and going like, hey, guys. You Getting fifth and seventh, there's no difference. You know what's going to happen here pretty quick? In the no, next tell me. four or five years. This You're going to leave the show. You're going to leave the show. I believe that... It's going to look pretty stupid if you have seven or eight guys on the racetrack racing because they're the only ones getting paid and no one else can afford to do it. And that's what's going to happen. Cool. They're going to get driven out because all the logistics of sponsors and this and that. I've, and I, this, is a, this is what I believe. And no disrespect to Feld because I'm pumped that they're involved. But if they could say, hey, we're going to have 20 guys. We're going to take them all to the races in one truck. And we're going to put one big tent over their truck. And we're going to say, this week Chisholm's going to win. Next week this guy's going to win. Next week Stewart's going to win. Next week Reed's going to win. And they're going to pick it like they do monster trucks. And you're fooling yourself if you don't think. Feld owns every monster truck. They're going to say, no, yeah, hey, you're yeah. flipping it. You're destroying that truck. And, yeah, and no, that's, when they, um, that's why they loved having Tyler Evans in there. Because he was the bad boy. He was that guy. You know, And that's what the deal is. They want to try to make it. They don't say, and I said this before. When you're in the show office, they don't say, hey, um, let's go. Um, it's time for the races to start. They, you know what they say? They said, hey, it's time for the show to begin. The show is starting at 7. Let's go. Let's get the show going. Well, it's a show to them. I mean, hey, they're in it to make money, and no one's stopping them. So who's the dumb ones? The riders? Kenny's team? Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. I'm with Look, you. I, I think an in- inherent problem with our sport is, the, like I've recently got into watching NASCAR racing and, and only in the past 12 months and I think the time that we have, that, that precious amount of air time, that just limits our, our sport. Like you go to NASCAR, they've got 166 laps, the race goes for three hours. Yeah. They can cover 16th and 17th, 8th and 9th, a story yeah. on the guy in 12th, you know. Um, talk- an interview with the, the manager of the guy who's running, you know, 21st. right. right. And I, we just we just don't get that. And we, without that coverage on TV, you know, what makes it attractive for a sponsor to step up to a team like, you know, let's say a, your Dragon Field KDM team and give the guy money to get zero coverage, which then makes yeah, no, guys, no, no. Know, well, likewise complain they're not getting enough. Kenny's Kenny's covered that a bunch with you know some of his sponsors that he brings in that get that aren't allowed to be shown or used and and. You know, I, I bag on the GPs a lot. One of the things I like about the GPs, and this is, I'm not being totally correct in saying this because I believe they do pay, but one of the things about the GPs that I like, if you watch the TV show from it, they will literally 
They will show a dude in 14th who's getting lapped, who's not. <laughs> dude, dude. They will show He'll a dude. He's getting lapped, bro. He's getting lapped, bro. They will show a guy in 14th blah, 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 getting blah, blah. lapped and interview his team manager on the TV show. Now, probably they're a sponsor and somehow, but I like the fact that they're finding the dude in 14th, finding his team manager, what, what and is this finding during? on his sto- – during the GPs. Can uh, they have these uh, motorcross races? In I Europe? never watched that and shit. It, really? Oh, uh, surprising. Um, uh, so I like that. Like, in our sport, it's like Stuart, Villapoto. Like, why don't you go find Matt Bonney and say, hey, Matt Bonney, what's up going on tonight? How are you hoping to do and how's your series going? Who do you want to shout out to your sponsors? Just do that. Just find the guy in the back of the pits. I feel like – you know, if he's not a monster series-sponsored rider, he's just not going to get the... And I, and you know what, though? Here's the flip side. They buy the time. They make the TV show, so F off. If, you, if you're not buying the TV shows, then, you know... A perfect example is when Beeb was the spotter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect example. He, he worked for Scott, and they would show a guy in ninth place a lot wearing Scott goggles. Yeah. Uh, all right, O'Rourke, we're going to run. Yeah, O'Rourke, thanks for right, stirring yeah. the shit up. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Hey, Watson, I was disappointed you couldn't make it down here, man. I was hoping yeah, to catch I'm up. busy. I got a hippie in the Hicks show going on. Sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll download it with you on it. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're only going to be on for a little bit longer. Uh, 702-586-7857. Should we tell everybody this is the last show? Uh, we're going to take your phone Hicks. calls. <laughs> Are you? Hey, he's coming up. Seven. Well, what time is that? <laughs> Monty, no one would call him back. He had a crack visor, Monty. Uh, who, who were you talking about? What team was that? Who made that helmet? I don't know. I don't know who it was. I really don't. Well, let's think about it. What year was Dude, it? It was, uh, he wore for L&M. Okay, I'll tell you what gear he wore. I don't know what if he What gear had his, did he wear? He wore fly gear. So, uh, maybe it was, I can't see the guys at fly. Not doing I can't see too. Max not doing yeah, that, that's bro. what I mean. Those Max guys are good. Yeah. Those guys are good. Fly racing. Sponsors of the show. They're the best. They're the best. Um. Uh, 702-586-7857. We're, if it was O'Neill, we could talk. Wrap this thing up. <laughs> Why? You don't like O'Neill? I love O'Neill. Oh. I don't Frank and Jim very, Original very well. Original sponsor, Moto Triple X, bro. Should, hey, yeah. we got to do a classic commentary of the 97 Coliseum. Uh, I'm, I can't do that. Why? Because I have some issues right now I need to work out. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to do it right now. you got to talk to my agent about that. Oh, give me a break, dude. Come on. Me, me and Chiz have the same agency working for us now. So next year when I want you to come back on the show, I'm going to have to negotiate with them yep. to get you back on the show. You're going to you're gonna have to negotiate with my agent, Steve Astafin. He has all the big guys, Pastrana, Reed, Sheckler, Dave Mira, Bob Burnquist, and Kenny Watson. Yeah, I bet. I bet he loves loves dealing with Kenny Watson. Dude, he's an avid listener to this show. I'm sure he is. <laughs> he, I had talked to him about it. He goes, what? Huh? What show? <laughs> he's a little busy. Um, uh, tits. Are you all right with O'Rourke? Whatever. He had a good point, dude. You got blocked by Dunge. You blocked him. For blocking people. Well, for blo- I blocked a lot of people. Do you do? Sure. Why? Because we're talking trash at Dunge. <laughs> <laughs> dude, look where that got you. Oh, the irony. Look where that got dude, you. Dude, if oh, I blocked everybody irony. that talks shit on me on Twitter, I would have no followers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Oh, wait. No, I still would because I have a shit ton. But no. Oh. How many do you got? 8,500, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just moved up uh, during the show to 4,100. Nice. Uh, Nash. Gentlemen. 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 I don't, really, I don't really want to tell you this, Nash. I don't really want to tell you this. I'm going to come clean, though. I'm not going to be like tits and live my life full of lies. What? Uh, okay. Um, with Dungy. You're living a lie with Dungy. Um, <laughs> How am I? <laughs> I, 
I used your coffee. I broke open the bag that you that you sent me to give to Trey Kennard. That's I, unacceptable. I did not give it to Trey Kennard. I meant to a few times, and then I forgot. And then we were out of coffee, and I was digging around the fridge, and I found the bag of coffee. It said, to Trey, keep it up, Nash. And I was like, oh, shit. But we needed <laughs> coffee. Sorry, bro. Well, you know what? Your honesty is appreciated. Thank you. And Thank I'm, you. I'm sure that Trey's listening intently. Oh, you know he is. Yeah, you know he is. In Oklahoma, he's like, damn you, Steve Mathis. Damn you to hell. But whatever. All right, what do you got? Right. What's up? Can you take us in the time machine and to the picture that I saw a young, felt Steve Mathis, who he was a WWF fighter. On that night in Salt Lake in '03, and when I looked at okay, Razor first of all, week, first of all, I'll tell you what I tell all you stupid idiots that say, "Oh, Mathis, you look so skinny back then." I would. I'm, I'm just kidding about the stupid idiot, Nash. Please, please forgive me. Um, I was getting ragged on for being fat back then, so just, just take it for what it is. I so what I figured was if he can't fight him, join him, and I just started eating more. But anyways, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, 03. How'd you do that night? Ricky Carmichael, Kenny's buddy. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the fact that you're trying to agitate Kenny with his buddy line. Uh, yeah, he, he thought Timmy was riding to block him when um, Timmy was trying to T-bone him, but only because Ricky took him out on the second lap off of the triple. And landed on mm-hmm. him. So Red Dog was incensed and very upset that Carmichael almost killed him and did indeed wait for him to get lapped and then tried to launch his YZ450 at Carmichael but missed. Maybe kind of sort of didn't want to hit him, you know what I mean? He maybe could have. Then after the race, Carmichael thought that he was trying to protect Chad Reed and trying to take him out to help Chad Reed because at that point in the series, Chad Reed had Ricky Carmichael covered and was beating him down every weekend which frustrated Ricky Carmichael probably to no end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then he stopped off to the checkered flag, and you can see it on TV. He pulled me over for a chat and was not happy with me, was not happy with Timmy. I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm just a mechanic. But, uh, yeah, he he threatened to shoot me in the head. I wrote a story on it on Pulp, just search Salt Lake City on Pulp. Um, threatened to shoot me in the head, and then I said, well, you're, you know, you've, lost, you've lost control of your emotions. I'll see you later. And then Timmy got up to him. And then he threatened to shoot Timmy in the head. And then by the time you saw that photo taken, all the entourages were in the middle of it, breaking everybody up and trying to separate everybody um, apart. Like, I wasn't going to fight him, and neither was – well, Timmy might have. But the funniest thing to me was I was holding Timmy's handlebars, and Red Dog stood up on both of his foot pegs while I held his bike for him, and he just gave Ricky the double fingers you know, from, from like 10 feet away. And was just like this to him. Well, you can't see me, but it was just like this, and uh, and that, and then it all went downhill from there. Kenny, I think you were a Plano Honda. You might not have been there. No, I wasn't. Time. I wasn't. Oh uh, three, I was. Uh, Utopia guy. No, I was uh, in rehabilitation. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, so that's the story, O'Rourke. Afterwards, afterwards, for the record, afterwards, uh, RC did apologize to myself and to Timmy. For what he said, the Honda guys came over and said, "Please do not press charges." And I'm like, "Huh?" You know, because I guess threat. I guess technically he threatened me. You know, what I mean, I, I'm, of course I'm not going to press charges. 
But uh, it's a racing incident. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to press charges. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Hey, are you coming out here, dude? I heard you're coming out here. I got, I, got, I got an extra pass for the Enduro Cross on November 19th at the Orleans. I'd love to. I'm neck deep in doing something. I'm uh, when is that? November 19th. You want to go with me, friend? Kenny, yeah. I'll, I'll, Let's I'll go. Me and you, dude. I'll probably go, but Can I, go? I just squirreled yep. away some money. I'm taking my kids down to Florida. Uh, on, uh, uh, I don't care about, I don't care about that. You, you just need to go. It's more important to see the champion. Here's the NBA thing crowd. with tits, though. Here's the thing with tits. He says he'll go. But he never just goes. He always has to bring two or three or four buddies, and I have to get them passes. Dude, yeah, that's Kenny, crazy. I would show up and I would hang Bullshit. the whole. I would be there, Nash. Nash if you showed up, Nash, we would talk. I would tell you, you the Kenny's would... corner stories that I cannot reveal on the air. Oh my oh. God, Nash is booking a flight. Dude, I'm booking the flight as we speak, and plus endless <laughs> chic gate prepping. I'm telling you what, Kenny. When I was at Unadilla this summer, I was pinching myself. I was like, "There's no way this person is prepping a gate this long. Oh, There's dude. no way I'm seeing." Oh, he's still doing. She can still. Dude, I could, I could see him, dude. And he was so. I mean, he's gnarly. forty years old. He's he was so it. gnarly. I'm packing his own gate and putting his own stickers on the fender. <laughs> it's an art. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, if I hit the lottery, I'll be banging on Mathis's door, being like, "Let me sleep on All the lottery." Right, hey, start Ouch. buying those tickets. You can't win it without buying them. So yeah. buy them. Give me some coffee. All right. Ah, you're killing me. You, you owe Trey Canard coffee. Give That's me some coffee, dirty. or forever be blocked by tits on Twitter. So give me some coffee. I the fact that Dungey blocked tits—that is just flat out classic. It is, isn't it? He's he's heartbroken. I, you know what the funny thing is? It's I don't really think Dungey really realizes it. What? It is it's really hilarious. If if he did if he did block tits because he just doesn't he's over tits and he knows who he is. That even makes the story better. I don't think Dungey is that guy though. No, he's not that guy. There's no way. Nah, he, if he walked he up to him and told him that he'd go, "Dang, dude, I'm sorry." Yeah. Dang, dude. Well, no, no, tits did get blocked. Uh, Brushed off by Dunge at a race. Ooh, almost brushed off. He was pissed at you, wasn't he? No. He wasn't very nice to you. I asked for a picture well, and he said, okay, but make it quick. All right. He did the same thing when I want to do the interview with him at Washougal. He goes, really? I'm like, yes, get out of the motorhome now. Let's do this. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> Well, I don't think hey, he likes doing that stuff. In, in, my, in my defense of my favorite rider, Ryan Villapoto was always very easy to talk to, easygoing guy right there. You no, know, no I mean, I guess you. when you root for RV, that's what you get. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you get. No, yeah. You get what you sign up for with the RV. Yeah. Um, hey, well, did you ever see that interview I did with him? Oh, um, I did. Two, Where? two years later, he's still talking about it. Like he's some sort of uh, what, you, Walter what, Cronkite. What you talking about, did you do it with Dungey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's probably up on your flash. Yeah. You know, his, uh, it's bookmarked and his old agent told me that Ryan basically said to him, hey, listen, I'm not doing any media stuff until Anaheim, like off season. I'm done. I'm getting ready. I'm training. I'm riding. Do not. I don't want to do anything. Which is, wow. pretty, which is, I mean, I don't know if I agree with it, but hey, whatever. Yeah. He didn't like doing it. He wanted to get ready for the season. You know what? All, like, fans like his boy over there will be bummed. But you go to the races and you ask any girl, fourteen to thirty, who their favorite rider is. Tim Ferry. <laughs> then Ryan. Then Ryan Dungey. Then Ryan Dungey yeah. he, it doesn't matter. The that guy has. Swoon. The ladies love that yeah, guy. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And so, dude, he's, his fan. He's he, dude, he's, he's he, good looking. He's not as good as he's not as good looking as Tortelli, but he's in that mix. I'm, I'm hey, not. 
Hey, I got one last question. Matt, <laughs> tell me you're going to get to go on a RV2 gun shooting expedition this year. Tell me that's going to happen again. I don't know, dude. They, they, they screwed up the schedule. They, they changed Atlanta, Daytona. They're no longer back-to-back, so that really screws up my whole go to Atlanta, ah. stay in Florida, go to Daytona, and come home. Is but, Kevin aware of this? Oh, he is, and he's not happy. Oh, I, I yeah, no, he's not I happy. Think so. He says I have to do something for him, otherwise he's quitting. Oh. All right, hey, thanks for calling, bud. Hey, one last thing. Go you said long. that last. You said that G-N-C. one last thing before. <laughs> if it's long. about off-road GNCC, we don't even talk about that. Call, uh, call DMSX. Call Wygant. Call Wygant. I'll give you a cell phone number. You gotta love it. I'll see you guys. Bye. See you, Nash. All right. Hey, thanks to BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, Free Gun Underwear. We gave out, like, what, five sets, Dids? Four. Four sets of Free hey, Gun dude, Underwear. Hey, do you know who the, the kid that rides Reading it? sponsors now, Kenny. Reading sponsors now. Do you know the kid that AGV rides? AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, <laughs> Fly Racing, Kicker. Now, Kenny. Do you know the kid that rides with Alessi named Landon? No. I guess he got really hurt today riding with him. Oh, yeah? It's Bummer. on. It's on Mike's Twitter. And Bummer deal. Yeah, totally. So you know, p- people raise this kid up, and I mean, we we're just talking about it. How people are just dropping, and it, I mean, it's it's a major deal yeah. in 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 motorsports, and especially motocross and motorcycle racing and freestyle. And you know, a lot of people don't know, but Jimmy McNeil passed away, and we touched on it earlier. And you know, if you could just lift his family up, and you know, and his wife, he just got married not too long ago, and. You know, he he left us at a young age, and he's a good. He what? was he was one of those guys well, that was he, just. How did he pass good, away? He he crashed. Doing a trick? No, he was. Um, I mean, it's 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 a it's a long drawn out story. Oh, but okay. To make to make it simple, he was pre running. He he started his bike. He was warming up, and he went to go hit the ramp, and his bike bogged. And there was no airbag, and there was like a like a bus in between the ramp and the in the landing ramp, and he landed. He kind of like. Like landed on top of an air conditioner and eject like endoed off of it and buckled down and landed on the inside of the ramp and the bike landed on top of him so his face he had like a lot of facial injuries and that's what killed him so he crushed his whole face and his sternum and everything so bad deal so yeah so to make a long story short it's just like you know yeah we we joke around and talk but you know there's always there's obviously a a serious note going on here so if you could just say a prayer to him he was a good good guy and his nickname was the real deal, Jim McNeil. Then they called him um, Gentle Jim McNeil. He he was the real nice, good guy. I would always take time out to talk to people, and you know he will be missed big time. So if anybody can, just you know give him a shout out, and if you could, you know I'm sure there's going to be some you know fundraisers and stuff like that to help his family. So it's enough of that, and uh, thanks for listening well to the show. So uh, tomorrow you're off to Cali. California tomorrow, man. California tomorrow. We're off next week. No show. Thank God. We're on, a, we're on, we're on every other week episode. Uh, but tomorrow I will be thinking of you, Kenny. Maybe we'll have an Enduro Cross update because it'll be after the Enduro Cross. Oh, yeah. We can, I met Taddy in, at Bercy. Taddy Blazuziak? Yeah. Let's, nice guy. Mike Brown, dude. Mike Brown. Do you know Mike Brown? Downtown. Of course I know Mike downtown, Mike Brown. We are friends. That is my friend. Downtown Mike Brown. I don't think you and Mike Mike Brown are friends. There's no way. We are friends. You go to dinner with him? The guy from Tennessee. I have been to dinner with Mike Brown. I have been to dinner with Mike Brown. When you go to California tomorrow with your buddy, Paul, make sure you play this. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open.
He's out, folks. He's out. He left. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to the sponsors. We will see you next week. Remember, always go your own way. See you in two weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.